old she was. I know exactly what you're talking about. I was yes. a little girl. You knew better. He's like, you knew what you were I doing. I know. Like, and after you uh, realize what he's talking about, like, she's 22 <laughs> or 23 in the movie, like 10 years ago. That Don't you, take this from you me, doing damn it. Some, some, simple math. <laughs> God damn it. And Deanna Jones and the condom that broke. And the condom that broke. <laughs> <laughs> To take you to Mount Abortion. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the All American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I'm your host, John Burke. Good Lord. Good Lord, man. I, oof. A lot of stuff to cover today on the show, but it is looking like the rift between the MAGA group and the uh, Florida DeSantis lovers, it's coming. It's coming. Like, dude, there's a rift coming. You think so? Yeah, these next two years are going to be very interesting because if Trump continues going down the road that he is going and taking shots at DeSantis, um, like, so I, I think what I feel like I'm seeing right now is that Trump uh, nominated or endorsed DeSantis back in 2018. So Trump feels like he made DeSantis. Mm-hmm. He, he's, you know, he views himself as a kingmaker. And I can understand that to an extent. Like, you get Trump's, because um, Trump endorsed Majewski, he lost. Uh, just because you secure an endorsement does not mean that you are going to win. Uh, a lot of Republicans feel differently about that. They feel like if you get the God King's endorsement, and I've talked about this before in the podcast, when one man has that much power, you don't want one man having that much power over the GOP. It, no man, regardless if it's Trump or DeSantis, no singular person should have that much power or influence, but he does. And uh, yesterday, Trump even came out and said that he has embarrassing things about DeSantis, that if DeSantis runs, he's got to release. When you say things like that, you know, instantaneously, the MAGA cultists, the, the MAGA cultists, let me describe this first. The MAGA cultists are the ones that Trump can do no wrong. They love Trump. Their identity is tied into Trump. And they do this because of their hatred for the left. They embody Trump. Trump can do no wrong. The halo effect, whatever you would like to call it. And when Trump says something wrong, they won't say anything. Instead, they'll double down and they'll, they'll defend Trump. Um, what I see happening right now is being that Trump is firing at DeSantis, the MAGA cultists are now starting to say, well, DeSantis is sitting down with uh, Paul Ryan, Jeb Bush. He's the establishment now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're kidding me. Like, you're, you're fucking kidding me. Until I see DeSantis doing some establishment moves, having meetings with people and talking to people, that's just that's politics. Because Trump has met with people, too, that are kind of like, eh, 
But still, yeah. right now, just the simple fact that I'm seeing a lot of these people trying to um, weaponize excuses for Trump's bad behavior, it's just, it's mind-boggling to me. Because if his, because Trump does listen to his party. He does listen to his followers. Mm-hmm. When, by and large, the followers start to say, stop being a fucking prick, he's going to start listening. But Trump's ego is so goddamn big right now, he feels like he made DeSantis, and DeSantis winning his re-election in Florida, he should be more humble to Trump. He should be more indebted to Trump. That's not what an endorsement means. Mm-hmm. Trump said it when he was doing the Ohio rally. He said, you know, J.D. Vance, I probably can't control him. I respect him for that. So Trump knows who he can and cannot manipulate, who he can and cannot control. And if you are a candidate that runs, gets his endorsement, but also have the opinion or the mindset of like, you know, just because you endorse me does not mean I'm a loyalist to you. I respect those people. But DeSantis, if he goes against Trump, I have even more respect for him because it's like, look, you endorsed me great because you believe in me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know you a goddamn thing. You endorse me because you want to see me come in here and govern good, govern in line what we feel like is constitutionally based governance, if you will. But what I'm seeing right now from Trump is literally it's like a mean girls like he's no longer the popular kid on the block and he doesn't like that. Trump does not share the spotlight with people at all. And what I'm seeing right now, holy shit, dude. With Trump, and instantly, the Daily Wire group, Shapiro, all of them, instantly, as soon as Trump gives them enough ammunition, they're going after him. They already are. They are blasting Trump left and right. I don't think... Uh, Shapiro's always... Ne- he's never liked Trump. No, he's never liked Trump, but I don't I don't know that... I'm not 100% certain that Ron DeSantis is even going to run for president. We don't know. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like I, I think Trump... things are getting off, yeah. off the rails really fast. Yeah, and for what? I feel like it's kind of Democratic uh, propaganda talking points that... At this point, not when it's coming from Trump's own mouth. Uh, you can't you can't pin that on Democrats when it's coming from Trump himself. You know, Democrats have do, see an opportunity right here to oh, absolutely go gonna, in and yeah. start to poke and prod. Oh, the MSM. I'm surprised yeah. like leftist media has not jumped on this and caused more polarization yeah. between DeSantis and Trump because that's 100 percent what they want. Yeah, I don't even like I said. I don't know that DeSantis is even going to run. So it's <laughs> he'd I be mean, honestly a whole lot to. Before I mean, Trump, upset about nothing. Yeah, before really. Trump started opening up his fucking his mouth, it was like, I think Trump should run again, mm-hmm. and then DeSantis pushes in 2028. Yeah. But if Trump starts opening his mouth nonstop, I'm going DeSantis. I'm tired of it. Like, I'm fucking tired of it. Like, I think Trump has done a lot of good. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But we need a president right now that is not, I don't mean in the sense it's going to reach over the aisle, but he's going to be more... A ref, like we said before, he's going to be a refined Trump, a mm-hmm. more lethal, refined Trump. He's not going to give the press so much to use against him. But that's where I stand. I think Trump has done a great job. But I also think if Trump continues going down this road, the GOP is going to leave him behind. And here's the other thing. We're fighting a multiple front battle because we also have to get rid of the Mitch McConnells, the Lindsey Grahams, the Paul. Get the, get the Ryans out of the fucking party altogether. It's like, dude, your opinion, you had your shot. You blew it. Shut up. That's we need I, to we need to yeah. get rid of the boomer neocons, the rhinos out of the party. Trump's not helping. Trump is not helping with this. See, that's what I don't care for is the Paul Ryan's. Like yeah. this isn't his party. No. It's the American People's Party. Yeah. So however the voters want to form the Republican Party, yeah. that's how it's going to be. And you get better get on board mm-hmm. with it or get, get out, out of politics. I agree. Paul Ryan comes from the antiquated age of the, yeah. the Mitt Romney. Yeah. He's a warhawk. Exactly. How how these people continuously get reelected, their voters should be shamed. Yeah. They should be shamed. But I guarantee, again, the majority of the, bon- the, the voters are coming from the boomer generation. Mm-hmm. And, and let me give you an example, folks. Um, and, you know, and I know people aren't going to believe me when I say things like this, but I post things like this for a reason. And I'm on Truth Social, just John Burke. You can find me over there. 
I made a post today. I woke up and I chose violence. I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. Let's piss off the book. I got banned on Twitter again because I, I think they got my name. So I'm going to have to create an account that I think is just like a John Ross account that they can't tie to me. And hopefully that'll be it. But we'll see. I'm still waiting on Elon to make good on his promise. Like, if you can, tweet out Elon. Be like, when are the conservatives that have been banned coming back? I'll do that right now. Buddy. He keeps saying that. He keeps fucking saying weeks. I want to see it. Make this shit happen because I've emailed them twice about my suspended account, my original, and they're like, we're, we're working on it. It's like, okay, we'll see. Uh, it's just too easy. Give people another shot. Open the floodgates. Say, hey, if you were banned before, come back. But if you get, if you fuck up, we're going to ban you again. That's fair. But I digress back to my original point. I made a post today on Truth Social with the intention of saying anyone that is defending Trump at this point when he's attacking DeSantis, you're a loyalist. You would sell out the Constitution. I was like, Trump has no business going after DeSantis right now, especially, it hasn't even been three days after midterms. But I posted that, and here's the response, and I see this response a lot, okay? I'm not making this up. This is not satire. This is real. This this comes from prized woman over on True Social. She says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. Repent, Burke, before the fire of God consumes you. Donald J. Trump has been appointed and appointed by the powerful hand of God. Anyone coming close to touching him in word or deed in any way, shape, or form will be dealt with with God's wrath. Repent before it's too late. I declare right now judgment according to God's word. I can't even finish this. These fucking boomer theocrats are the most annoying types of fucking middle-aged dumb fucks probably sitting there typing that out with like a Marlboro cigarette hanging out of her mouth like on the back of her fucking Virginia Slim oh my god like in the back of her fucking broken down trailer God's hands is with Trump he's our anointed one was was the anointed when he was fucking Stormy Daniels was he anointed when he went after the second amendment like you fucking Trump and here's the thing you can sit there and say I like what some of what Trump has done but you can also openly criticize him and the tweet or the, the post that I made on Truth Social was this It's going to be interesting to watch the MAGA influencers that grift for Turning Point USA and the like suddenly start changing their tune when Trump starts to lose support for his continued punching right because of his ego. I'm here for it. I like Trump, but he needs to shut the fuck up right now. Every single one of these MAGA grifter influencers that sat there and sucked Trump's dick and didn't say anything when he went after the Second Amendment and the other shit that he went through— Watch them. Watch them close. Every single one of these motherfuckers that sat there and they just swallowed what Trump jerked off in their mouth and didn't question anything because ultimately what it comes down to is money. Mm-hmm. How close can we get to the king? How close, how powerful can we become? I want the rich and famous friends. This is elitism. It's what this boils down to. I know the Dranos. I know these guys. Mm-hmm. I've seen them. I've watched them rise. And I remember watching Drano on stage when Candace Owens is coming out there. And she, he's like, I really feel like she's our generation's Martin Luther King Jr. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? It's like, I'm sorry. You people are just, you're so fucking lost at this point. These are the same types that Trump can do no wrong. Trump can do no fucking wrong. Where, where, like, what, what is it? Like, how much is he paying you? How much is he paying you to fucking sell out the Constitution? I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Anyway, I'll digress again. I just, I want the people to be alert and to watch, just to watch, watch what these influencers say, Mm -hmm. listen to what they're telling you. If they have their identity wrapped into Trump, that's a problem. Cause I used to be that way. I mean, fuck anybody that's followed me for over five years knows I used to be a diehard Trump cultist until I, I, well, I mean, I was a Trump loyalist. I was, I don't I think it was more so in the sense of kind of like Trump could do no wrong and I would defend Trump. Because remember we had in the podcast originally how I defended the bump stock ban. It's like, ah, oh, we don't really need it. I was yeah. like, I was wrong. I, I mean, was fucking wrong. But I bought that because I wanted to defend Trump. 
Trump could do no wrong. That's not correct. I don't know that it's supporting Trump, but you know, trying to negotiate. Yeah, but we can't you know, negotiate. Yeah, but, I know, but I know. you can't negotiate with it because you know, once Christ you do bunk you talk, the next thing you know, yeah. uh, you know they're trying Suppressors, to ban. They're trying to ban body weapons. armor. Yep. Right, hundred percent. So 100%. I mean, those are just things you kind of yeah. pick up along the way. It's like you know. It's, I got called a communist today. It was it was funny. Some douchebag with a bot following. He had like forty. And it's weird because Instagram recognizes this. Like, mm-hmm. this, if someone has a large following and they comment, their comment gets bumped to the top of the comments on your Instagram. Um, and some dude just starts tagging me. He's like, John, John Burke and Dan Crenshaw just need to come out as Democrats. That's what they are. John Burke's a fucking communist. And I looked at him and he's a redneck backwoods trader motherfucker. He's like, okay, bro, do me a favor. Um, tell me what communism is. Can you, can you do that? He's like, uh, look in the mirror, commie. Like, okay, okay, fair <laughs> enough. And I even told him, like, I'll give you $1,000. I will give you $1,000 if you will come on a live stream and prove to me, or prove to anyone, and I won't even interrupt you, if you can prove I'm a communist. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, well, I was like fifth, he's like 15 grand. He's like, deal, I've got it. I was like, I will bet you right now $15,000. You cannot come on this live stream and without a shadow of a doubt prove that I'm a communist. No, no, you got to give me 15 grand to come on your podcast. All right, shut up, fucking hayseed. I'm done with you. They're fucking morons. But it's just, it's these same types of these boomer Republicans. And this guy's a fucking young moron. He's an idiot. You just look at him. It's like, you just, he just smells of his sister's vagina. It's bad. And he sits there and he says, you're a communist. Like, look, dude. And even somebody on true social, like, we went from social, like, the Democrats have gone from socialism into communism. It's like, what? Do you even know the difference between the two? Like, do you know what actual communism is? Like, we don't have communism. We've got socialism. Communism is shared property. It's share everything. That's not what we have right now. We have, we have socialism. Yeah, I think we're marching closer and closer to communism. There are sects that are pushing into it, like we saw with Chaz, and that failed on its yeah. ass. I don't think, by and large, most Democrats support communism. I think it's more or less socialism. I don't know, man. I, I don't know if they, they're not for America. Oh, okay. yeah, I agree. I think communism or socialism is against America, 100%. Um, but anybody with the we, have to, we have to know the difference. we got to be able to differentiate between socialism and communism yeah. versus capitalism or right. corporatism. We should know these economic um, adjectives, if you want to call them, or economic differences. Because mm-hmm. if we don't, then we keep using these words out of context. Like, oh, you're a fucking dirty commie. What is a communist? Like, please. Because communism, if you really want to think about it, isn't something that I take lightly. I think like when we say like something's communist, like that's serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, even socialism is fucking serious. When somebody's an openly socialist, like the Bernie Sanders is and shit, it's like, it doesn't work. It does not work. So I don't take those accusations lightly. And I say, well, I mean, granted, I don't take it seriously, but it's like, people need to know. I think that we should, we should focus more on educating the people on saying, this is what communism looks like. This is what socialism looks like. This is why we should be opposed to this. This is why capitalism is better. This, this is what corporatism looks like. So that way people can understand. They have, a, like, again, it's all difference between teaching a man to fish versus giving a man a fish. But anyway... I saw that in some true social fucking hag was kind of like, you know, the Democrats have gone from socialism to communism. I was like, can you give me some examples on that, please? And I'm not defending uh, Democrats. I'm mm-hmm. simply trying to make sure that people understand the differences there because I don't think they do. Because mm-hmm. we get these buzzwords and these catchphrases, oh, fucking communists. It's like, bro, like if you're going to insult them, at least be accurate with your insults. Communism, I don't see it as nearly as much as I do socialism. But point still remains. These boomer neocons, fuck. You, and they're the exact same reason why the McConnells, the Lindsey Grahams, and the Paul Ryans stay in politics for so fucking long. Mm-hmm. Because these idiots, these morons, don't know what they're talking about. 
you buy into this identity that you have to defend Trump. And Trump, he's not stupid. He knows what he's doing. He knows that people on the right hate people on the left so much that if I can get continuously fight back against the left and say a fuck you to the left, mm -hmm. they're going to rally to my side and they're going to be so loyal to me that I can say no wrong. That's the problem we have right now. When you've got someone, and here's the other thing, don't forget, Trump is a politician. He's a politician by by the actual definition. He's he's in politics, he's a politician. He's ran, he's the president, he's a politician. Trump serves the people. Mm -hmm. Trump works for the people. Biden should be working for the people. Don't ever forget that. And somebody even said, you're not smart enough to outthink Trump. I mean, you definitely misspelled your, Y-O-U-R. Person, you know, dumbass. It's like, you kidding me? It's like, it's not a matter of outsmarting anybody. It's mm -hmm. just perceptions, reality. And what I see right now is Trump is already swinging. There's a difference in punching, right? Like what I'm doing with saying, like, look, you boomers, like you, you're folk, you're so fucking stupid. You're selling out the Constitution for your love of Trump. You can have both. But if Trump veers from the Constitution, I mean, my God, you could even sit down with some of these boomers and say, what does the Bible say about a false prophet? You part from them. Mm -hmm. When they part from the word, you part from them. So, should we view the Constitution in a similar light? Because I thought, color me, maybe I'm wrong on this. I could have swore that Republicans, by and large, said the thing that we support the most is the founding document. Hence why we stand for the First and the Second Amendment. Hardcore. Hardcore. But what happens when a president veers from the Constitution? Do you not call him out? Or do we simply say, well, you know, because we hate the left so much, we can kind of overlook this as he infringes on the Second Amendment? I'm very curious where these boomers come in on this because it's true. But just reading that woman's response, I may the hand of God's fiber breath reach down upon you that touches the God King Trump. Blah, blah, blah. Holy fuck. But with all this rhetoric going on right now, I'm not sitting there saying I don't like Trump. If Trump runs in 24 and he stops this mudslinging, I'm voting for him. Mm hmm. I think he is a good leader. He can do, but he also needs to shut the fuck up. But if he keeps punching at DeSantis for the next two years, if he goes after DeSantis, he's fucking done. He is done. So whoever his handlers are, get that orange Cheeto and fucking check and tell him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't think he's, seriously. I this don't is know if anybody can handle it. And I'm not saying this for jump. This is for the betterment of the GOP. Mm -hmm. This is for the GOP. We need to be united to kick the fucking neocons out and start calling out these MAGA grifter influencers that have been sitting there riding Trump's dick. And when Trump doesn't do anything or when Trump says something wrong, they say nothing. They should be called out. Mm -hmm. They should be taken to the fucking mat. Because if we want honesty, if we want honest people out there, not these fucking grifters, because they're everywhere. The same grifters that handled uh, Marjuski's campaign. I know who they are. Not a fucking word gets said. Not mm -hmm. a fucking word gets said. Liars. I just want fairness and honesty. And I know but that's asking for a lot in politics. So Yeah, I don't think you're going to get... Yeah, I know. God forbid. You can't get everything. Man, we just... We fucking hit the ground running on this motherfucker. Well, this episode is brought to you by Shell Shock CB. I'm pretty sure all the boomers over on True Social could try and boycott me now, right? <laughs> They see what the company is and like, this guy's a fucking, he sounds like a liberal. It's like, really? That's what liberals sound like. Well, they sound intelligent to me because you guys sound like fucking morons. That's just where I'm at. I'm a prick. <laughs> I'm such a fucking prick. I don't care. I just don't care. Uh, and, you know, and remember how I've been saying, I've been preaching this, folks. Theocracy 
them's the people. Mm-hmm. Them's the people that if they had, if they had the ability, they would enforce Christianity on the masses. And I do not stand for that. I do not agree with that. That violates the First Amendment. That's yeah. not something we should ever support. We should believe in the freedom to choose, the freedom of choice, the freedom of religion, and from religion. Yeah. That's the part where I say from religion, folks. People like that. Because what's the difference between that and an Islamic freaking extremist? Nothing. Not a fucking thing. No, I think it's good, though, that people pray. Oh, yeah. I'm, no, I'm not knocking religion. President for the government, you yeah, know, pray for our country, yes. for countrymen and stuff like that. But the government should not be doing that on the people. No. I agree with you there. And I'm not knocking religion. And mm. that's why people, that's why there's just a lot of stupid people out there on the internet. Yeah. They hear something, I was like, oh, so John Burke's against religion. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the government has no business being in the churches. No. The government has no business being in your bedroom. Yeah, you can't do that because you're not president of just Christians or just Muslims. Bingo. But you're, it's, it's everybody. It's a so free people. You've got to... Just kind of stay out of everybody's business and yeah. lower taxes, yep. secure the border, you know, strong I military. I agree. Fair trade deal. That's all you need to do. We're going to simple, simple. St- I think Trump was right when he was like, this is, it's not hard stuff. It's not. You know, it's you not. get the bureaucratic red tape out of the way. You get the well, Schumer, the Pelosi's, the points, you know? McConnell's, the yeah. Walker. I mean, well, that's why I'm saying like, it's not so simplistic as you can just go in there and say, I'm going to fix this because now you have to go against your own party. So, I mean, because Trump did have some fucking goings on with the GOP when he was running. Like, he had some people against him. The, uh, oh, my God, the um, Ted Cruz's and things such as that. And, yeah, he, uh, he I don't know. He fought tooth and nail to get the uh, the nomination. Oh, he you did? Know, he, he went through everything. Yeah, he did. I mean, I'm, I'm not knocking the guy. I'm not uh, knocking the guy I, at all. I just don't, I don't want to get too deep in the weeds on those little things. Those little things yet. are going to become very big things here yeah. if, if Trump keeps this up. I'd rather concentrate on where we are right now. And then even though I would you know, people are trying to pin these losses on Trump, his his record for mm-hmm. uh, candidates mm-hmm. is still astronomical. Well, see, I think people would rather have Trump's endorsement than not have it. So, and I all think all the people that actually did not have Trump's endorsement that were running, they made it. Yeah, there but are I'm a lot saying. of people that, uh, and it, you know, I don't know if you can take that as a metric of Trump's waning yeah. popularity. I don't know. But these candidates have to go. Dr. Oz has to get out there and campaign. Dr. Oz was he was a, a shitty candidate. He was a shitty candidate to yeah. start off with. I don't know that anybody's going to win Pennsylvania just because of how their elections are set up. That's true. I mean, so, yeah, this could. This is a multifaceted issue. Number one, you've got a shit candidate. I mean, like, Dr. Oz was pro-mask, look at Arizona was pro-vaccines. Still. Look at Arizona. Yeah. How does Florida count, I don't know, 100 Dude, I million know. votes we both in know the answer 25 that. Yeah. minutes? And then Arizona's they're like, I oh, well, I don't know. We what what know did we do with the paper? Yeah. I mean, we both know the answer to that. Yeah, I, I agree. We know. Everybody I knows the answers to that. You make a very good point when you say um, Florida, Texas, Georgia, they've worked on securing their elections, and by and large, it was massive, yeah. massive red wave in those voters, those polls. These other places, not so yeah, much. I don't and you look at Katie uh, Hobbs. She runs the fucking polling thing. Yeah. And it's exactly. all fucked. Exactly. So like, and then, oh, Lauren Bo- Boebert. It's not over. Yeah. It's, I mean, I thought she lost. Some she, of these races, you know, the, you know, like, Republicans it's like are down winning to like a hundred votes. You know, a hundred thousands. Republicans are winning when the they stop counting votes. Yeah, when it takes yep. you know a week, two weeks to to finish counting these. I don't want to get, you know, put the cart or you know the, the cart ahead of. Yeah, you know, I always fuck that one up. The the horse, the the cart yeah, before we gotta the horse. Yeah, we got to figure out what we're doing right now before we start getting into these Holy other arguments shit. about this shit. Bulbert's gonna pull it off. 98% voting reported. She's got 
This is how, okay, so look, I'm going to tell you this right now. Anytime somebody goes out there and says their vote doesn't count, they're full of shit. Look at this. Folks, listen to this. Lauren Boebert. Now, again, y'all all all know I'm not a huge fan of hers. Mm -hmm. She says some pretty stupid shit. She's like a Marjorie Taylor Greene, great value brand version. But I still respect the fact she fights. I'll give her that. I'll give Marjorie Taylor Greene the same thing. Anybody that runs for public office and goes through that bullshit. Yeah, but it's kind of like, yeah, I get you. I do respect them. I don't agree with them. Um, But listen to this. She has 157,805 votes. Adam Frisch has 157,372. Folks, there was a point last night when I checked on this. I texted to Josh along with the dick pic. I was like, check this out. The votes, not the dick. He was like, I've already seen the dick. They were split (laughs) by like 50 votes. Like 50 fucking votes. Holy shit. Now, do I think there's something sketch with that? You're damn right I do. You damn right, like that close, like mm-hmm. that close of a runoff. Wait a minute. Now she's leading. 98% reported. And she's up by almost uh, 800. No, no, no. More like she's got about a 500 point lead or a 500 vote lead, which is just, I'm, I, I think this is the closest race we've seen yet. As far as all the, all the races during mid, I think this is the closest I've ever seen. Yeah. Literally at one point it was 50 vote difference. That's yeah, insane. I mean, well, I pray to God that Carrie Lake wins I Arizona. Think she will. I because think she will. if she wins Arizona, yeah. then she could fortify their elections yeah, and get that and shit straightened that, out. You know, so you get that's Ohio, that's a good Florida, uh, Texas, yeah. you get Arizona. Yeah. You start to get these states the to states. get their elections. Mm-hmm. Which California never will. New York right. never will. Did you Do you remember the Project Veritas back in, I think it was before tw- the 2020 election, where they're going around, they do their undercover stuff, mm-hmm. and they had the one fat guy who was talking about how they had all the votes ready to go. Uh, yeah, they, I believe they, it. They knew they were going to win the election. Yeah. I mean, he talked about the whole plan and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. and even when they confronted him, mm-hmm. showed him the footage, he was like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> He's like, it was no big deal. He knew they were going to yeah. win. No matter they, what yeah. they did, exposed him. Mm-hmm. He was confident that yeah. they had the votes yeah. because of all the labor that they had done on the ground, getting like ballot harvesting and all that shit. I mean, let me ask you something real quick. And we're going to get to the news, folks. And, and by the way, we got a lot of great responses for having people call in yesterday. And we're going to continue that. Matter of fact, let's go ahead and shift to the news scene. There's a number at the bottom. It's 214-817-1689. We'd love to hear your opinions on this as we go. But no, I want to ask you something about um, Libertarian Party people. Right now, Libertarians are, they're, they're losing a lot of popularity because I posted this one thing this guy uh, tweeted out yesterday before I got banned on Twitter again. Um... Listen to this. Where did he say this? Okay. He said, this is from Todd Hagopian. He says, if you're a Republican crying about libertarian votes tonight, I would like to remind you that just a few years ago, you were telling us you didn't need our votes, calling us pathetic and blocking Ron Paul from being your nominee. Payback's a bitch. That's really the stance you want to take, dude? Number one, a lot of the voters today. <laughs> Burn it to the ground. Yeah, it's like, oh, good job. Like, you really showed us. Because you got, like, Democrats that are retaining positions of power, ruining the economy. Like, you really showed us, dude. But normally, like, if the Libertarian Party wants to be taken seriously, stop putting up shit candidates. And then you have these arguments, like this one Tim Cast fucking producer or contributor. She's like, you know, it's really ignorant to assume that most Libertarians are, are from the GOP. It's like, no, it's not. Most libertarians, when it comes to identifying with certain things like social and economic, tend to lean more conservative. And it doesn't, I'm not saying they're conservatives, but you really think most libertarians agree with like the leftists? Is I, I don't agree with that. Yeah. But even still, to sit there, and I, that's why the Libertarian Party is a fucking joke. I'll say it. You're a joke. 
you're a fucking joke. I'm not saying libertarians in general. I'm saying the Libertarian Party. If you really want to, you know, stay on that ship, sink with that ship, I don't give a fuck. Because as long as you keep putting up candidates like Joe Jorgensen, open borders, no wonder everybody fucking laughs at you. No wonder. But what you should be doing instead is trying to infiltrate the GOP and change their minds. Like, that's what I'm trying to do. You know, it pisses me off that I don't have a bigger following, that I have a bigger voice than a lot of these fucking boomer neocons, like the turning point grifters and shit like that, to sit there and say, wait a minute, why don't we push more liberty? Why don't we push more limited government? Instead of going in there saying, we're, put, we're gonna do this law, this law, is like, you know, how about we start repealing some of these fucking laws? How about we shrink the government? How about we decrease the budgets for congressional salaries? How about we start looking into these things? Mm-hmm. But no, instead what we get is more Trump dick writing, and you get the libertarians over there with the gatekeeping, well, you're not a real libertarian. It's like, what the fuck are you on about? Yeah. You know, these people would be better served if they came over to the Republican Party and just voted for different candidates. A candidate that would be more in line. Because here's the deal. Libertarians voting for libertarian candidates are not going to win. Mm -hmm. We saw it. Like 2%, 3% of votes, if that, in the majority of these races, you don't have a snowball's chance in hell. Mm -hmm. So when you want to vote your conscience, and trust me, I've been where you're at. I know what you mean. It sucks. Yeah. Do you think I really want to vote Trump? I would have honestly. I would have loved to seen Ben Carson. Oh, was, I think Ben Carson would have done first, phenomenal. Yeah, he seems like an honest guy. Mm-hmm. And here's the brain thing. surgeon who if, grew up poor, put himself through medical school. An intelligent man, calm, slow to respond and react, a yeah. thinker. Because I, I watched him speak. I was very impressed. Yeah, same here. If Rand or Ron ran again, mm-hmm. I'd vote for him. I can't. Those are the only two I would fucking campaign for. Yeah. But here's the deal. What? What? Who did Rand Paul run as? A Republican. He mm-hmm. knows how to play the game. Because now you've got a Republican. He, like, if you really think about it, Rand Paul is a rhino. He's not a Republican. He's a libertarian. Mm-hmm. And I love his politics. Yeah. But why doesn't everybody go after Rand Paul? He, 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 he's a Republican. He ran on that ticket. And sure as shit. Same with his dad. I really Same like with his dad. dad. I think his dad's fucking brilliant. You know, back in 2012, his dad had the lead. Mm-hmm. And just the media totally looked over him. All yep. this, it's like I could cut a trillion dollars off of the deficit right now mm-hmm. just by shutting down some military bases. Yep, that we don't need. Yeah, I agree. Could've, I fucking agree. But people don't like hearing that. Could have stripped it down. America is in a bad state right now. We are in yeah. a very bad state. And they talk about you know health insurance and that kind of stuff. And Rand Paul brought up a good point. He's like, you know, if you break your arm arm and go into a hospital, they're not going to turn you away. No, they won't. No, they're going to bring you in. They're mm-hmm. going to patch you up and mm-hmm. then give you a bill. Yeah, and you have to pay it off over time. Yeah. But you still have access to health care. Still have access. But, that, you know, that's that's the more simplified version. People want it instead of, like, I should have this paid for. Yeah, you know, no, like you that. shouldn't. Yeah. You should work. Why should you be entitled to somebody else's services? Yeah. But I will I will grant, I will give them that, yeah, the healthcare field is completely fucked up. Why is it fucked up? Because mm-hmm. of government involvement. Yeah. Academia, everything as the government the gov- touches. Yeah. As soon as they get involved. Yeah. School, to, uh, college tuition, healthcare, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Look at home, the homeless population in California now because they're paying people Bro. to be homeless. Yep. And that's another thing that people don't seem to understand, that small businesses now are rivaling the government. You want to talk about st- those people are slaves. Oh, my God. They're, line they're on paying them one. to be homeless so they could, I don't know, yeah. get their votes. Yeah. I, dude, I really, I, really wish, I really wish Rand Paul would run again. Yeah. I really wish. And if he did run again, he's probably not running Libertarian. He's going to run on the Republican ticket. Uh, I would. If I ever ran for office, I would run as a Republican. If because the ultimate you could go goal and, is to get into that, that seat so you yeah. can start voting, why not? Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? Do it. Run as a Republican and yeah. then push more libertarian values. And mm-hmm. that's why libertarians, honestly, it's an ego thing for them. Yeah. It's not about, you know, 
well, excuse me, actual freedom. It's the fact that you want an LP candidate in there, simply say, I have a libertarian candidate in there, mm-hmm. versus them actually having libertarian ideas. Because I really feel, and we've said this over and over again, I really feel like our my generation, your generation, is a little bit more progressive than the boomers. I'm Gen X. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Gen, I'm, I'm millennial, you're Gen X, right. and you get the boomers above us, both right. of us. Because you got millennial, Gen X, uh, I'm sorry, Boomer, Gen X, Millennial, Gen Z, and I forget what the new generation is. They're just retarded as Gen Z is. <laughs> and you look at this, and it's just like, I feel like we're becoming more progressive, which is a good thing, but not so progressive that we're embodying or we're embracing these leftist ideologies, but more mm-hmm. progressive in the sense of shifting away from church and state being the same, shifting away from like... Um, Oh, God, what else? Warmongering, like Republicans love to do. I mean, I'm guilty of that back when fucking uh, Bush Jr. was in office Mm -hmm. because I was young and stupid. Sure. We're getting away from that, and we're going more centrist, which I think is a good path to be on. Mm -hmm. But if these libertarians continue, continue, continue alienating themselves, well, of course nobody's going to fucking like you. Yeah. But a good pathway forward, get into the GOP and start changing GOP minds. Yeah. Start creating these platforms or start creating these key issues and rallying the GOP around legalized marijuana. Trump didn't do it. He said he would. He didn't. He, he did not federally legalize, legalize marijuana like he said he would. Why can't we make these key issues? Yeah. And libertarians, they're all for that. They want, like Rand Paul even said, I'd legalize all drugs. Fuck yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, just because crack is uh, legal doesn't mean you're going to run out and get a sack of crack. No shit. Unless you're Hunter Biden. Yeah, there you go. Well, uh, all right, let me read an article. I'm going to turn on the AC real quick. It's getting a little warm in here. Entertain the people, Josh. Read the comments, entertain the people. I'll be right back. All right. Let's see. What do you guys want to talk about? Let's get into it. I'm not good. I'm not good under pressure, guys. Let's see. Oh... When do you guys think uh, they'll have the Arizona election counted? Anyone? Oh, thank God. No. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, uh, Marine. Marine Corps. Oh, yeah. Today is the Marine Corps birthday, isn't it? Uh, no wonder it felt gay today. <laughs> <laughs> is today the Marine Corps birthday? Hmm. Hmm. I think it is. Yeah. Well, happy birthday to them. All right. Considering what we just talked about, you want to take some calls? Uh, if y'all want to call in and weigh in with your opinion before we get to some of these articles, the number is 214-817-1689. Definitely want to hear your opinions on the topics we just talked about, Trump versus DeSantis, if there's something there, and the condition of the Libertarian Party. Uh, that's what we have going on right now. So if y'all want to talk about it, Boom. Here you go. Uh, by the way, uh, Tun Tavern was a gay bar. That's where the Marine Corps was formed. <laughs> oh, I love fucking with them. I love fucking with them. Um, where is Carrie Lake? Oh, yeah, because Arizona still hasn't released the votes. Um, okay. All right, we got a call coming in. Let's do it. All right, hold on. I'm looking at uh, some articles right here. Okay. Hello? 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 What's up, buddy? How you doing? You sound, you, sound like a, you, like, you sound like a phone sex operator, Josh. What's up, dude? You're on the air. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Hi, guys. Um, 
Uh, I'm uh, independent, uh, libertarian, but I always vote Republican mm-hmm. because I'm not a fucking retard. <laughs> you know, I love the fact that this <laughs> show kind of reminds me of like the old uh, talk radio, news talk radio. Uh, like, move over Rush Limbaugh. Our callers actually call people retards, and I fucking love it. I love it. Go ahead, dude. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, no, that that's pretty much all I have to say. I, I'm, I just want to <laughs> continue watching the show. I love you guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for your call. Thanks so much. All right, uh, while you, you guys right. while you guys call in, we're going to go ahead and read some more of these news articles. This is what's trending right now. Ron DeSantis should run for president now. If Ron DeSantis, and this is the article, not me, uh, if Ron DeSantis wants to become president, he should not wait his turn. He should run in 2024. Uh, there was only one red wave Tuesday night, and it hit Florida like nothing I have ever seen before. Obviously, I was expecting a red wave across America. Obviously, I was wrong. But had anyone predicted the scope of DeSantis' triumph in Florida? I would have laughed in their face. Florida's a swing state, you moron. DeSantis almost lost in 2018, you moron. Charlie Crist had already won statewide and as governor, you moron. Sure, DeSantis won't lose by Miami-Dade by 21 points like he did in 2018, but win it by 11 points? No way. Sure, DeSantis will win a Hispanic vote, but 65%? No way. Sure, DeSantis will beat Christopher by four or five points, but by more than 19 points? No way. And yet, that's what happened. Four years ago, DeSantis barely eked out a win in a purple state. Now, I want to pause this right here. You got a call. Ready? Hold on real quick. Let me make this point. Why did DeSantis grow in popularity? Because of his governorship. All right, mm-hmm. go ahead. Oh, hang on. They call? Are they in the call? Keep calling back, people. Keep, keep, call, call, keep yeah. calling in. But no, Trump didn't do this. Trump did not lead DeSantis. DeSantis led go. Florida. That was, that was all DeSantis. Yeah. Let's see, hang on. I got to switch it over to the uh, audio board. There you go. Okay. Didn't do that. Yellow. Yellow, you're live. Hey. Uh, thanks for letting me call in there, Josh and John. What's going on, um, man? Real quick here, before anything else, um, you, I sent you guys a gift, and I, from what I saw, you guys got it Monday. It's come with 3D printed pieces. Yeah, yeah, we've got them right here. Yeah. Okay, I was hoping that you guys would get them in, you know, good condition. Yeah, is that, is that your no business? UPS is that your business? Yes, sir. Oh, I thought it was just a gift. Yes. Okay, so you want a shout out. That's fine. No, yeah, I got him. Hold, no, on. Not Hold on. Necessarily, I got. I took it as a gift to begin with, because I really appreciate you guys. Um, the CBD stuff. Got him right here. Hold right, on. Jimmy, I love it. Got yeah. him right here. Big thank you. No, I didn't. I thought they were just gifts. I didn't know if it was a business and you wanted to shout it. Oh my! Let me pull my camera. There you go. No, yeah, I, we got him. Thank you very much. Yeah, really badass man. Yeah, they're sick. Just come with a free. Yeah. Is that 3D printed? Yeah, I, I, yes, sir. That is my 3D printer. I have uh, four 3D printers. Oh, damn. And I wasn't doing it to get a shout out or anything. I was doing it just because I appreciate, you know, the CBD rackout gummies and the Halo gummies. I had never tried any before, but after watching you guys talk about it all the time, I was like, okay, I got to try it. <laughs> the first time I got baked out of my mind, I'm not kidding you. I was baked so fucking hard. <laughs> I tell people, bro, I tell people, it's like, go easy on these things. They're, they're nothing to fuck with because I was never a smoker. Yeah. And then we tried it. I was like, oh, my God, these things are going to sell like hotcakes because they work. They work. Yeah, they're fantastic. They're great. They really are. 
Oh, brother, well, I want to say thank you. I thought the fallout gummies would be, you know, okay, but the, I knew the Halo gummies would be, you know, it's pretty good. So I was like, okay, let's try this. <laughs> <laughs> My well, girlfriend comes walking in, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Uh, I'm high. Well, man, thank you for your call. And again, thank you for the presence. We really appreciate that. You did not have to do that. So thank you for thinking of us and then sending this into us. This is badass. Actually, I'm going to put it in the background on my, um, on the shelves behind me. I'll definitely put it up there. So thank you very much. And also thank you for supporting shell shock. We really appreciate that. It means a lot. Not a problem. And like I said, I said two of them so you each should have one. Josh gets the smaller one because fuck him. <laughs> well, I figured Josh gets the smaller one because you're always saying that you got the big dick. That's true. This is true. Brother, thank you so much, man. God bless you right, and yours. And thank you for me. <laughs> Thanks for calling. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, have a good day, day, brother. Oh, my God. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Let's keep going. Uh, sure, DeSantis will be Chris. Okay, well, I read the point. You don't become president by waiting your turn. Instead, you run while you're on fire. Well... We got two years to go, but they do start campaigning two years prior. You know, let's let's poll the uh, chat. Do we think DeSantis is going to run in 2024? Because I want to ask two questions to the people out there. Do we think DeSantis is going to run in 2024? And if so, who would you vote for, Trump or DeSantis? Here, let's ask this caller. Go ahead. All right, hold on. Coming in. Get the beat. Are you there? Hello? Uh, hello, yes. You're alive. What's going on, man? Oh, yeah, I just want to talk um, about uh, Grand Paul right now being, well, I mean, he's a good candidate, but what I think will really help him the most is if he ran for VP with DeSantis. Because that would allow him to prove himself for at least, at least four years and then give him a shot at the presidency after. Yeah, but, I mean, do you think the VP really, I'm not trying to downplay it, but do you think, like, the people in the VP position really get a lot of spotlight because Mike Pence didn't until he went against Trump in the end? I think somebody like Rand Paul needs to be center stage so they can see how good libertarianism ideas work. I think if if Rand Paul were a VP, now I'm not saying he wouldn't or he shouldn't take it, but I definitely don't think he's going to get the spotlight that he deserves. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right, but I mean, like, the, well, I mean, as of right now, I think he really has a chance because of, oh, I mean, yeah. like, yeah, it, yeah, like, he, yeah, yeah, seeing VP that will give him that space on the stage because he can take it back off the standards because yeah. people he's growing in popularity. Well, you think if, they're going to see because uh, I think, yeah. Do you think if DeSantis ran, he's going to pick Rand Paul? Is that what you're saying? Or are you just saying in uh, general? That, 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 no. In general, yeah, okay. I think that would be nice if he did. Um, it's not guaranteed that he would, but I yeah. would hope so, you know? Yeah, I could see that. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I some, yeah, then after DeSantis leaves, then Brock Paul can go up for president after, either in 728 or 732 or whatever. I wonder I, I wonder how long Rand Paul's going to stick with it, because he just got reelected. He's back in the Senate. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It, it's a good point. I see your point there. I don't know. I just don't know who's going to pick, really going to pick Rand Paul, unless they were an already uh, libertarian-leaning candidate. I don't see, if DeSantis ran, I don't see him picking Rand Paul. I don't see Trump picking Rand Paul. Yeah. Now, I will say this, though. I will say this. If Rand Paul does spearhead this investigation in Fauci and crucifies him, Mm -hmm. he's going to gain a lot of freaking clout. He's going to gain a lot of support because a lot of the GOP members do not like Fauci. If Rand Paul spearheads that and gets Fauci freaking, you know, gets his ass on the fire— 
then Rand Paul's going to become way more prominent in the GOP. So it's, I don't know. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, I, I see I see both of them bringing that up. I see them, like, freaking calling all those motherfuckers out. I hope so. You know? Thank you for your call, man. I appreciate it. Um, I, I don't know. I just think that if Rand Paul wants to be taken, I shouldn't say wants to be taken. People do take him seriously. But I think if he wants to get into the spotlight, he's going to have to do something major to get himself in there and to wake people up and say, hey, this guy is on our side, mm-hmm. but he's a libertarian and he's a good candidate, you know. I love Rand Paul. I, I do. If I, I personally get him on the show, that'd be greatest. <clears throat> I think he supports whatever candidate is for the Republican Party. I, oh, yeah. I, I don't know that he's even going to run again. You talking about for, uh, for Congress? No, for president. Oh, probably not. Yeah. I, I don't think he would. I mean, unless the GOP shifted hard. Like, if the GOP, here's the thing. If the GOP shifted more centrist, mm-hmm. then Rand Paul's got a really good chance. Mm-hmm. But that's going to take time. That yeah. takes a lot of time. And that's what I'm telling libertarians. It's like the LP, instead of, like, alienating yourself, let's try and fix the GOP. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see the LP as ever being anything um, serious again. I just don't. Again, their last serious candidate was uh, was Dan Quayle, I think. It was uh, or was it Ross Perot? I'm sorry, I think it was Ross Perot. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. I think it, I think you're right. I think it is yeah. Ross Perot. Uh, but uh, all right, so let's move on to the uh, yeah. So this article talks about how he's thinking. Who's writing this? Is this John? Is this John? Yep, John Nolte. John Nolte, this is the guy. I need to get him on the show. I keep forgetting to reach out to him. Um, He seems to think he apparently is a DeSantis fan. He says, in 2012, Chris Christie was still Chris Christie. Remember that, Chris Christie? Not the narcissistic, backstabbing, shameless, mercenary talking head we see on TV today. I'm talking about the guy's guy who loves Springsteen, who beat the teachers' unions and won the governor's chair in deep blue New Jersey twice. But, 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 it's Mitt Romney's turn. Yeah, okay, flash forward four years and he's not Chris Christie anymore. Instead, he's the petty jerk who hugged Obama during the 2012 campaign and made his keynote address at the Republican convention about him instead of our nominee, Romney. He's the guy who illegally closed a lane of traffic out of spite. Um, in 2016, it was Hillary's turn again. Two years earlier, Andrew Cuomo had won re-election as New York governor. That was his time. In 2016, Andrew Cuomo was still Andrew Cuomo, and we all saw what happened to him. Does Ron DeSantis really want to wait six years? Will he still be Ron DeSantis in six years? He might be, but he could also make a potential miscalculation or a political miscalculation or flub a hurricane. He's an astonishingly talented politician, so maybe not. His biggest threat is giving Democrats and the media six years to uh, demolish him with a fake scandal. He's not wrong. Yeah, He's got a good point here. But at the same token... I don't know, man. DeSantis is doing pretty damn good if he just maintains the track record he's got. He's going to be okay. And here's the thing. He's not doing anything, and I'm not. Please don't take this as me downplaying DeSantis. But he's not doing anything outside the norms of the Republican Party. He's not. He's just enforcing conservative values. And I don't even see him as conservative. I just say common fucking sense. Like, get grooming out of the schools. Fuck Disney. Not literally. But you know where I'm going with this. So, realistically, most conservative governors should be following in the same footsteps. Unfortunately, they're not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If I lived in Florida, I'm not sure that I'd want them to leave. Oh, That'd be, you know, I, mean, I know. But I, I would really think that it'd be for the betterment of all Americans. I mean, I get it. I wouldn't want, if we had the Sands in Texas, I wouldn't want him to leave either. But at the same token, though, I would want him to take a higher office so we could impact more people for the greater good of all Americans. Take a call. Yeah, let's go. Let's take a call. Stand by. Hang on. The beat. All right. You there? You are live. What's going on? Hi. Hello? Um, 
Hi. So I just started listening to your show. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Thank you. Lots of good stuff. Um, you guys are talking about DeSantis versus Trump, obviously. I just wanted to say that I'm voting Trump all the way. I agree on everything you say about DeSantis, but I still think he does have time. Mm-hmm. Um, they will definitely try to throw some sort of scandal at him. I don't think it'll stick. He's about DeSantis I or Trump? I think he's as much DeSantis. Uh, okay. With Trump, it, like, people love him no matter what. Like We already see it, love or hate. Yeah. Uh, you'll get as big of a vote for Trump as you will against him. Uh-huh. The only thing I did want to say is that we have the mainstream media, um, rhinos, neocons, and... Basically, all these people coming together to solemnly bow their heads and say, we shouldn't be worrying about the election issues. Uh, we should leave 2020 and MAGA populism behind. Mm-hmm. And I just think that has the same exact energy as asking for COVID amnesty. And I think it's just as retarded and should be met with the same sort of response. Normally, I would I... never consider COVID amnesty. Right. God, I'm sorry. No, normally, I would agree with you. I would agree with you on that point. Um, I'm not sitting here saying that we should ignore the election integrity of 2020. But I think moving forward in order to win, we've got to focus more on securing elections than we can just continue just looking over our shoulder saying, you did this, you did this, you did this. It's not going to serve any good mm-hmm. because oh, left isn't, the left doesn't give a crap. I don't think Trump's going about it the right way. Say again? Um, I don't think Trump's going about it the right way. Um, I saw, I've seen a lot of articles mentioning the Democrats and saying that there were secret job voters that came out. Um, why wouldn't we be able to move forward, focus on election integrity, focus on the border, focus on all this important stuff, focus on education, uh-huh. which the Republicans are completely left in the dirt, and then have a subsect of quote-unquote secret 2020 election voters that still want all that integrity and still come out to vote in droves. We just don't talk about it as much anymore. I mean, we could both, we could have both, honestly. But I mean, if you look at, yeah, the, and, and I'm looking at basically the outcome of the midterms, all the candidates that were that were pushing hard for the uh, the rigged elections of 2020, they lost big. Mm-hmm. They lost big. That's like, and that's and that's Republicans. That's Republicans so voting for Republicans. Talked about, or is it because the RNC didn't support them? Both, unfortunately, both. And if you look at the exactly. ad spend on what uh, McConnell and the rest of them, there were a lot of states that kind of fell oh, by the wayside. Yeah. So McConnell sucks. McConnell's horrible. He is. I, dude, I, I think, um, so, who was it that just came out? Uh, Tom Cotton said he's not going to support him. I just saw, um, oh, God, I can't think of his name. He's the dude that was uh, accused of uh, sex trafficking. Matt Gates. Matt Gates came out. And he, he was, Matt Gates, yeah. yeah, Matt Gates came out and said he does not like McConnell. Mm-hmm. So I feel, and you know, here's the thing. These politicians, they don't have a mind of their own. They see what's trending. They're yeah. populist, and they go with that. So when a lot of these GOP oh, types. right now. This, this new group of GOP Republicans, they're they're getting yeah. called right now yep. telling them that they need to fall in line. And I yep. hope that they don't. Yeah, uh, you're 100% but, right. Um, the other you're question I right. really wanted to ask you is, um, Carrie Lake, if yeah. for some reason she doesn't win the governorship, do you think she'd make a good press secretary? Hell yeah. I think she'd make a great She'd make an amazing press like, I think she'd like, make an amazing Taylor president. Nixon is awesome, but she would be amazing. Carrie Lake has got something about here, her that you generally don't see in women. And I'm not trying to bash women on this. It's the political arena is a very male dominated area. Men are very prevalent in that. When you see a woman come up there and put men in their place, like that's fucking real leadership right there. Mm-hmm. That's someone that's and not going to take a knee because of her sex. Because she was in media. Uh-huh. 100 because, yeah. because she was in media and knows what that is. Yep. I studied journalism and got a bachelor's degree in it yeah. and then told journalism to go fuck itself. So yeah. Carrie Lake is like my idol. Yeah. I mean, did you see what she did to the freaking CNN reporter? She was like, we're going to make journalists out of you. I'm like, oh, my God. She's straight up. Oh, she's like dog walking oh, I, these I, motherfuckers. I, I, and I love everything it. Everything she says is just, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I, I love her. I think she'd make an amazing like, like, VP. I'm, I'm married, but Jesus. <laughs> well, I'm sure your husband wants to hear that. He probably was like, you know what? You get a hall pass. I just want to watch. But no, I, I don't think we should waste her her skills as VP or excuse me, as press sec. I think she should definitely be in a leadership role. Like her and Christy Noam, I have so much respect for because – Again, Christy Noem did not shut down her state. Mm-hmm. She was one of the very few that did. Yeah. That takes leadership. That takes guts. That tells me that you're not going to bend the knee when the entire country is coming against you, mm-hmm. much less the world. That's a leader. That is a leader. So I look at somebody like Carrie Lake. I hope. The only concern I have for Carrie Lake is that she's not a Trump loyalist. Do you? And I want to ask you this question in all honesty. Do you think Carrie Lake would ever, uh, if Trump did or said something wrong, do you think she'd ever call him or take him to the mat for it? I do. Do I um, see what she does to journalists. I've seen the hot mic clip of her completely trouncing uh, basically what she was being made to go along with until she didn't anymore. So I have no doubt in my mind Mm -hmm. that if she felt something was ethically wrong, Mm -hmm. that she would go against it. Kind of like Tulsi Gabbard. I'll give her that. Mm. I'll give her that. Well, thank you for your call. Um, Tulsi Gabbard, I like her, and I'm happy that she's admitting that she was long on God. Yeah, but I just I want to see her prove it though. I want to see that proven. Like it's words are one thing. I need to see actions. I agree. Well, thank you for your call. I hope right, you do get a hall pass. With, with, I hope you get a hall pass with Carrie. If you do, send pictures. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good time. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> Oh, my God. Definitely not your mom's show. (laughs) Definitely not your mom's podcast. Uh, All right, let's move on to the next one. Joe Biden, maybe we should just like, okay, we're we're figuring this out as we go, folks. Maybe we should talk about an issue, take some calls on it, move on to the next issue. Yeah. Maybe that? Okay. Let's take one more. Do you have any more calls? Uh, Yeah. Okay, we'll take one more call over what we just discussed, and we're going to move on to the next topic, and then we'll take some calls regarding that. Although I know there's going to be people like, well, I want to talk about what you were first talking about, so we'll, Mm -hmm. we'll just go with it. All right. Hello. How's it going, guys? Thanks what, for having me. Appreciate it. What's going on, man? What's on your mind? Uh, no, just wanted to call in, uh, say thank you for the show. I'm actually down here in Tucson, so I'm getting right in the middle of all the fun action down here. Oh, I bet. I bet. What's the, what's, what's the feeling but, down there? Yeah. To me, it feels like people are just sick and tired of the way that Trump's been acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeSantis, I think, is the leader that Trump should have been. That's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And because there's a lot of people down here that are sick and tired of uh, the way that Democrats and liberals have been leading stuff. But their hatred for uh, Trump appointee or someone that supports Trump is greater than that, unfortunately. Really? So I think that's a big reason why we're in the mess that we're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the uh, the voting so situation that's going on right now down in Arizona? Yeah. I mean, I'm curious to what locals think about about the shenanigans going on. So I'm not in Maricopa County. I'm uh, down south a little ways. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are fed up with it, for sure. Uh, part of me thinks that we're too quick to jump on the fraud part. I mean, Arizona's had long elections for a long time. It's just never gone really well. But... I think that part of it could be fraud. Part of it is definitely the Libertarian Party, like you said, taking those votes uh, because they're arrogant. Mm-hmm. And then the other part, I think, is people just didn't want another Trump appointee uh, getting into office, potentially, because they were running ads down here making Carrie Lake the front and center saying, oh, this is going to yeah. be another election denier, another Trump appointee. And it just yeah. got really old. So that probably got to some people, too. Yeah, I could see that. That's why it kind of um, it kind of worried me that I like Carrie Lake, but I do I do have some small concerns. Is she going to be another Trump? Yes, man. 
And if she is, we don't need that. We need people that are going to sit there and take our own to task saying, you fucked up. Like, I'm not going in line with this. Yeah, I guess you just got to see how she, how she, she does. is yeah. as yeah. a governor. I hope I hope before I'm, you know, start anointing her as yeah. you know the next president exactly. of the United States. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see. I mean, based upon what I've seen so far, I like it. But mm-hmm. also, she has not had time to actually prove herself. She's been running. Let her step in. Let's see the decisions she makes. And then, you know, I, I hope I hope she is what we think she is. Mm-hmm. I'll put it that way. Yeah, same here. I mean, I just, uh, she'll be a lot better than her Democrat counterpart. Jesus, bro, a fucking trained monkey could be better than that. Just literally throwing shit against a glass <laughs> wall could do 10 times better than what these liberal politicians are doing while they're in office. So, yeah. But thank you for your call, man. Be safe down there. And again, much love for listening to the show. All right, let's move to the next topic. We got Joe Biden. Rising inflation will take time to get back to normal. He's not wrong. It will, but it's his fucking fault. Yeah. It is. It is. You get credit for all of it, douchebag. (laughs) Yes, you do. You get credit for that. President Joe Biden on Thursday defended his economic policies as data showed consumer prices continue to climb in October. It will take time to get inflation back to normal levels, and we could see setbacks along the way, but we will keep at it and help families with the cost of living, Biden said in a statement. How how you get help families with the cost of living? Uh, Taxpayers. I just, I just want to know how they're going to do that. Yeah, we're going to help you with your own money. Yeah. Mm. We're going to give you other people's money. You want to help uh, people struggling, uh, paying less taxes? Mm-hmm. Stay away from them. Yeah. Like, just stay out of it. The Labor Department's Consumer Price Index rose by 0.4% from September. The Consumer Price Index CPI is up 7.7% year over year. Uh, food prices at home rose 0.4% in October, which is lower than the 0.7 rate August and September, but still rising. Biden spun the news as a positive, declaring it was a much-needed break in inflation at the grocery store as we head into the holidays. Uh, I saw Trump in his rally in Ohio. I was like, don't even buy a turkey. You're paying like, what, like 100% more? Like, don't even buy turkeys. I'm like, I, okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that, but okay. It's, it's just not worth it. Well, what, why are you trying to penalize the turkey farms for fucking inflation? It's not their fault. Yeah. So now you want to bankrupt them, Trump? Like, I'm sorry. That's a stupid thing to say. Why penalize these people? Because it's not their fault. These people now. The turkey folks? Yeah. How, yeah, no, if obviously. If the cost of feed went up, if but the cost of everything went up, they've got to bake that into their prices, no mm-hmm. pun intended. But it's like by simply saying, well, just don't buy turkey. It's like, but then why are you penalizing the business owners for what Joe Biden and his administration caused? Mm-hmm. I'm saying the opposite. And, you know, folks, when we talk about like we want to support America, we want to buy American, this is what we're talking about. American businesses are suffering, but instead, Americans by and large are going to continue going to Amazon, Walmart, Target. Fine. I, I intentionally go to the Brookshire's place close by me. It's a chain, but it's a lot smaller. If there are other smaller mom and pop places, I'll go there. But I don't like these Americans out there saying, like, you know, just don't buy it. It's like, no, we should be trying our best to support small businesses mm-hmm. right now during this economic downturn because they need us now more than ever. Yeah. Now, of course, if there are those out there that are, you know, price gouging and taking advantage, well, then fuck them. Yeah, absolutely. But I just I don't agree. When Trump said that, I was like, but why are you penalizing them? That's a fair point. I think it's I think it's stupid. I mean, you could just bring up the point how expensive they are. Yeah, because of the because Biden of, administration. Yeah, exactly, but don't demonize they themselves, like or whatever pronouns they prefer. They, them, she, it, them, zip, quote, whatever, fucked hard. But still, it's kind of like it'd be like us, or yeah. any kind of company. It's like, why are you demonizing us? We're just trying to. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you gotta like stuff like that. Yeah. You should keep in his back pocket. Exactly. And maybe just. Exactly, but nobody. I don't think anybody. Maybe it's just me because I tend to. I wouldn't say overthink. But I, I kind of think about what you said or what he said. I'm kind of like, 
I don't Why know. are you fucking over small businesses or even bigger businesses that are American businesses? You, I don't know. I'm not so sure that registers in his mind. Like, I don't think so a, either. Something bad to say is more like yeah. joking about it. But I kind of wish he would just yeah. But the shut stuff the like that, you, on that, like a, you, if yeah. you're running for president, I mean, you got to be a little bit more conscious of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, because you don't Trump, put the put all the blame where yeah. it deserves. Yep, where but where it belongs. Yeah, on on the Biden administration, the Democrats. I agree. They're the I party think, of high prices, mm-hmm. high gas, open borders. Yep, and you yeah. know all the bad stuff. I agree. And libertarians, you can take that to the bank too. When you start putting out candidates that are for open borders, don't complain to us when we yeah. don't vote for them. I'm sorry. That's just that's a common fucking sense thing. But uh, so I would encourage you go buy turkey, you know, help these companies out, especially they're American companies. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we're not getting our turkeys from China. Pretty sure on that one. Chinese turkeys. Chinese turkey. Oh, gobble, gobble. I Steve casserole. I don't know. All right, let's move on to the next one. Um, bro, I just I keep wanting to bring up. Daily Wire took no, oh, and this is where I think I'm different than Daily Wire and Shapiro and them. They were waiting, they were waiting, and that's why uh, I'm not gonna lie. Like Matt Walsh, I love Ben Shapiro, I do love, but I don't trust those dudes. They were waiting for Trump to figuratively expose mm-hmm. a crack in his armor, and they are jumping on it. If I was them, and I know they're never Trumpers, I know yeah. that. If I was them. I would not have just came out swinging as hard as they did on Trump. Just simply retweet what Trump is saying. That's all you have to do. But again, Ben Shapiro, bro, it blew up in your face once before. And I get where he's coming from. He is a very morality-based religious voter, which I don't think you can be. I just, I don't think you can be because I don't see any I find it hard to believe when you vote for people like Mitt Romney. Yeah. Wait, did Shapiro vote for Mitt Romney? Of course he voted. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's an establishment guy. Hmm. You know, and I think that's why he didn't like Trump is because Trump isn't your typical president. You know, yeah. he wants the True. everything by the book, everything in order. And so yeah. he's like, tariffs don't work. Tariffs did work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ben you know, was wrong on that made, one, yeah. Yeah, it might not make sense to Ben uh, no, Shapiro, I don't believe in tariffs, but Trump did leverage it, it them. Worked. And, yeah, it worked. My, he fucking sold rights yeah. to China. I was like, damn, right. that's impressive. I mean, and that's why I love. Here's the thing: if Trump would just shut his mouth, his actions scream. Yeah, it's like he's a great president, but your mouth is what gets you into trouble. But yeah. Trump's also a New Yorker, like you pointed out yesterday. That guy does. I'm, I'm, I get it. I'm the same. Mm-hmm. Like I did it today on my Instagram. Somebody comes in through and punches at me. I'm gonna fucking punch back. Yeah, because by and large, my trolls have went way down because they know I'll crucify your ass. Yeah, Trump's the same, but the problem is. He's squeegeeing water uphill. The MSM will never go away. Never it's go away. never going to go away. So but all you can do is time, let them shoot themselves in the foot. I think every time people think, oh, we got him now, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you hey, don't. Where's that January 6th committee? Where's the results? It's like trying to grab that greased up deaf guy. You know what <laughs> I mean? You're me you're wasting your time. Trump's stealing your poison and you retard. Oh, I'm not making fun of deaf people, but it's not like they can hear me anyway, so calm the fuck down. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we just pissed off all the deaf viewers. Um, you you got to love Disney. You, you just, you know, when you think they're done digging their hole, they just come up with a bulldozer. It's like, uh, we're not done yet. <laughs> Gorsh, Mickey. This looks pretty deep. I can't see anymore. <laughs> Dig, you son of a bitch. Um, reports say Disney wants to make Indiana Jones a girl. Yes, because I 100% see where they're coming from. No, they were already fucking up with the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. You should have left it at three. The trilogy was great. 
Indiana Jones and the Raiders, the Lost Ark. Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Indiana Jones, the Last Crusade. You should have ended it. Yeah. But you kept going. With Sean Connery. With Sean Connery. Because every single one of these Hollywood elites, you just want to squeeze a little bit more money out of what you've already perfected because you're a fucking bunch of greedy fucks. Come up with some new ideas. Yeah, Laura Croft. Nobody liked it. It was horrible. Good point, Steven. Then again, Angelina Jolie is not the greatest of actresses. She's just not. She's hot. She's got big boobs and big DSLs. That's about it. She's not a, an amazing actress. When they came out with her in Tomb Raider, it was like, eh, whatever. But with Indiana Jones, leave it alone. It's it's good. Like like Rocky. Yeah. They have, not only did they murder Rocky Balboa, they dug his body back up and desecrated his corpse for the sake of squeezing out a few more dollars. And then they get the Creed series. It's like, oh my God, I can't. I can't. What they could have Did you done, watch any of the Creeds? No. I, 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 After the I last watched Rocky, a little I bit of the first one and I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. I agree. I mean, there was that one speech he gave in that that one right after I think Rocky Five was like Rocky Six, whatever. He's like, you, you, you know what you want. Go out and get what you want. He's like, ah, good speech, cool. Now shut the fuck up. Like stop. stop. Like the Rambo's. Yeah, it's like oh, oh my god. Like this this time Rambo fights his greatest nemesis yet, arthritis. <laughs> I know. I didn't draw the first blood. You did. I'm going to get some CBD cream from Shell Shock CBD. You know. I didn't hear no bell. Wrong movie, my bad. But you know where I'm going. It's like, let what you have created that has definitely made an impact on the culture, let it be. Mm. You know, but like, rarely, rarely will you get what they did with Jurassic Park. The OG was amazing. All the Jeff Goldblum spinoffs were horrible. Chris Pratt resurrected it. And what do they do? First one was amazing. Second one, eh, third one, that sucked. You just literally just ripped off the first one again. It's like, oh, look, more dinosaurs taking over an island, and you got to escape the island. Oh, look, a big T-Rex fight at the end. Oh, look, they get off the island. Like, You're literally just shitting out the same ideas but putting a little twist on it here and there. It's like, this is fucking stupid. I know. So, and I was, I was so, I was so disappointed in that last Jurassic World because it was like they were trying to wrap it all up. So they brought Sam Neill and the OG actors in, and it was horrible. They turned that dude into a bitch. Mm-hmm. They turned him into a bitch. I was like, oh, good grief. I mean, have you ever noticed? Have you ever noticed how Hollywood likes to make men way more effeminate now? Yeah. Where, where's the John Waynes? Where's the Clint Eastwoods? Where's the masculine figures that even though, and here's the thing, John Wayne was a bitch. He was a coward. He got out of serving in World War II. He did a lot of good making movies. I'm not saying it, but that dude fucking ducked it. He ducked it. Meanwhile, you had, un- that, and it pains me to say that because I grew up on John Wayne. Is that you, Pilgrim? I love John Wayne. But when you come to the realization this dude got out of the fucking war, mm-hmm. and meanwhile, you had other Hollywood actors that did serve uh, James Stewart, uh, Cary Grant. Jimmy Stewart did? Jimmy Stewart was a pilot in World War II. Huh. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that. I didn't Clark know. Clark Gable. Yep. They served. They served and they actually fought. Wasn't he gay, too? Clark Cable? Yeah. Uh, he's good looking enough. I could see that. Him and Rock Hudson probably had something going on. Oh, know. yeah. That's I don't Rock know. Hudson, I'm thinking. Rock of. Hudson was gay, yeah. He was gay as three three dollar bill. Played a little, but, little hide, hide the hammer. Hide, hide the hammer. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Hide the hammer with yeah. Paul Pelosi. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> we should make a dildo hammer. A yeah. hammer dildo. <laughs> the Pelosi. For when you really gotta get nailed and hammered. We got the Pelosi hammer. Oh my god. All right. Report says that Indi- <laughs> they want to make Indiana Jones a girl. I no, Now, you know me, folks. I don't read these articles prior to us launching the show. I pick a head- headline that's interesting that I want to talk about. We read it, and we just let the chips fall where they may. Mm. So I don't know why Disney 
wants to make Indiana Jones a girl. So, what is your guess? Because I have not read this article yet. Uh, just trying to stay woke. Female empowerment? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. It's just that they can't come up with any more good ideas. Yeah. Uh, like... Uh... Somebody in the chat said, you know, Laura Croft, how would, how did that do? That was horrible. That's, that's kind of like Indiana Jones, right? Look, I'm going to tell people, and you might not want to hear this, uh, by and large, audiences do not like seeing a strong female lead in the role of like what men normally do, like Indiana Jones, for example. If that's a female lead, look at Captain Marvel. It's fucking horrible. Oh, God. Nobody believed that. It was just, no. just Because you look at these people in real life, it's like, yeah, that's not you. No. And I hate to I mean, say that because, you know, acting is one thing and then real life is another. But when you don't personify that as a human being in general, you can tell who, which actors are kind of bad at, like Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's a badass in real life. That dude's Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Right. He's a motorcyclist. He's fucking inked up. Like, he's a real motherfucker. Standing at five feet, three Standing inches tall. <laughs> oh, you think the darkness is... Your... No, 125 pounds of you... furious anger. <laughs> but you can you definitely Tom tell. Hardy. He's a real motherfucker. But you see these other people, it's just kind of like they play these certain roles, and then you see them outside of that role. It's like, dude, you're a bitch. You're like, wow. They're actors. And, you know, granted, I will give you that. And that's why it's kind of like... Not everybody could be a Gina Carano, right? Fuck. Gina Carano, she's just, yeah, I agree. And the thing is, like, Gina Carano does not come off as a badass, even though she is one. Mm -hmm. She comes off as very sweet, very affectionate, very nice, good soul. She's not out there like a lot of people, like, just overcompensating. But someone like her, you could see her play like Cara Dune. It's like, no, she's a badass in real life. That makes it even better to see her in that role. Yeah. Granted, I know there's a separation between acting and real life. I know that. But the point that I'm trying to make, though, is that whatever female takes this Indiana Jones lead, you better be, I don't know. It's, you know, to start off with, Indiana Jones, uh, he was a little bit of a pedophile to start off with. I think we talked don't, about don't it before. Don't do that. Don't start this. Don't fucking ruin it. Yeah, I, know. I, think I know. We can I bring know. it up. I know. Damn so it. the whole series is pretty much uh, based around a pedophile who was dating, a what, like a 14-year-old or 13? Uh, I don't know how old she was. I know exactly what you're talking about. I was yeah. a little girl. You knew better. He's like, you knew what you were I doing. I know. Like, and after you uh, realize what he's talking about, like, she's 22 <laughs> or 23 in the movie, like 10 years ago. That don't you, take this from start me, doing damn it. Some, some, simple math. <laughs> God damn it. Indiana Jones and the condom that broke. And the condom that broke. <laughs> <laughs> and to take you to Mount Abortion. <laughs> oh, my God. It's uh, a, it's I, mean, I don't care what they do. They're just going to waste money. Oh, they are, yeah. They definitely are. That's going to be the intro of the podcast. <laughs> I got I to gotta screenshot the timestamp so I can go edit it after the show. It's like, that's the intro. Y'all like the new intro? Do y'all like the intros that we do now? Have take a funny clip and put it at the beginning. Do y'all like that? I hope you do. And if you don't, go fuck yourselves. Anyway, let's keep reading it. Test screening for Disney's Indiana Jones 5 has been disastrous, reports the world of Reels Jordan Rumi. Rumi has also heard that rumors indicate that Disney is in a panic over the screenings and they're worried the movie will bomb. Bro, the uh, last movie's a bomb. They're yeah. horrible movies. Well, I'll guarantee it. They're right horrible now, movies. It'll bomb. Yeah. The biggest test screening disaster involves one cut of the film that has Phoebe Waller-Bridge replacing Harrison Ford at the end of the movie. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Who the fuck is the? All right, we're going to Google food this real quick. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. And if you've been calling in, go ahead and keep calling in. We're going to take calls here in a little bit. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is the... A what? Her? She's hideous. Hmm. Uh, What? Oh, she's not hideous, but still, I just know, like no. You want you want uh, uh, her as the next baby, Indiana Jones, baby, baby? 
No. No, I don't like this. This is not good. I just, this is who you want as the new Indiana Jones? She just doesn't look the role. Sorry. You know, I would like to see Elliot Page, formerly known as... Uh... Shut the fuck up. Dude, what is your problem? I just want to see him... <laughs> Did you say him? Yeah. Fuck you, dude. I know what you're doing. <laughs> fuck you. I know what you're doing. Oh, my God. Another yeah. unpopular conclusion had Her- had Ford's Indiana Jones dying, right? No, you can't do that. Uh, you can't kill Indiana Jones. Let him live on. Bro, here's the thing that pisses me off. And the last crusade, do you remember that ending scene? They're riding out of the canyon. He just fucked up the Holy Grail. They're riding out of the canyon. You should have let it go. Yeah. We got a call? Uh, Yeah. You're over there, like, thumbing the phone, looking at me like you, you got something you want to. Yeah, wanna... hang on. We'll come in pretty quick. So. Go ahead and call in. I can get you. Uh, but yeah, when that scene, when they're riding out, like that was perfect. Let Indiana Jones ride off into the sunset. Yeah. But instead, you don't have to kill him. And you certainly don't have to bring him back when he's old and decrepit. And, you know, he can't even do the whip anymore because he's got arthritis ridden hands. Like, okay, let it age gracefully. Let know. it go. Come on. But Harrison. instead, they got to they gotta ruin it. So, um, Ford not returning is obvious. He's 80. So I guess he's not going to be anymore. He's 80 years old? Yeah. Bro, it doesn't make you sad. God, man. You look at these actors we grew up with, or I grew up watching, and yeah, they're up there. All right, hang on. I got a caller coming in. Stand by. And all right, buddy. You there? You're live. What's up, John? How you doing? What's going on? What's up, Josh? What's up, buddy? So the problem that I have with this whole Disney thing is their wokeness. We we know they're they're fucking woke as hell. Yeah. But the problem that I see is is the target of the show, which is kids. They're yeah. pretty much grooming kids. Yeah. And I have no problem saying that because that's what the fuck they are. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't sugarcoat things, and I think you're the same way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's also to the point of where it's like, there's elementary kids watching these shows, yeah. elementary kids, which is K-5, mm-hmm. and it's like, what the fuck? What's now? What's now? Elsa's now going to turn out as fucking trans or something? Uh, like, th- yeah. I think they see this emergence of the woke leftist culture and they want to fall in line with it because Disney doesn't believe in this by and large. Disney is there like any mega corporation to make money. And they know, I mean, for example, when it's February LGBT month, what does everybody do? Instantly the rainbow flags come out. Everything's gay for a month. And then they throw them in the garbage can uh, come March and everybody forgets about the gays. Mm -hmm. Disney is no different. They know for exact, they know for example, that the homosexual community, like when they have somebody backing them, that's going to make them a lot of money. They can use that to pander to the left and you'll get a lot of Republicans in favor of that as well. But what they've done now, what you're, you're talking about, it's too far. I agree. It's way too far. And it's to the point of where it's like, how far can they go until they actually start getting lawsuits? Like, you know what I mean? Because I'm sure there already, I'm sure there's people already waiting to file lawsuits against them because you know that's how people are. But it's like at this point, if they keep on going too far with this, it's going to come their way, and it's going to be pretty. Well, I think they're already feeling that. You know, Ron DeSantis, like I said, and yeah, I got to make this point. Thank you for your call, though. I, I appreciate that. Um, we have to look at the fact that uh, Ron DeSantis was fighting Disney. Trump wasn't. Ron DeSantis did that. Ron DeSantis protected the children. Trump didn't. Mm-hmm. Not in Florida. So when people want to sit there like these MAGA cultists and say DeSantis wouldn't be where he's at because of Trump, without Trump, true to an extent. But it wasn't Trump that led Cal- or, uh, Florida. It was DeSantis. DeSantis yeah. made those calls. DeSantis deserves a credit. Trump did not. I'm not saying Trump wouldn't have supported those decisions, but it was DeSantis that did it. So you can sit there and say that Trump was the kingmaker. DeSantis led the right way. 
DeSantis deserves the praise. Trump does not. But Trump, in true Trumpian fashion, if we're not praising all hail Trump, he gets upset and he starts flinging mud. And I think, honestly, at the core of all of this, it's because Trump knows that if DeSantis runs, it's going to be serious. Because, I mean, again, back in 2016, name me one Republican candidate that posed a bigger threat, as big a threat as DeSantis potentially could in 2022. I don't remember. I don't think anybody really did. Yeah. I don't think anybody really did. Want to take another call? Take another call. Go ahead. All right. Stand by. Okay. And they hung up. <laughs> Maybe not. Or Pride Month in June. Excuse me. I thought it was February for some reason. Go. Hang on. Start at the beat. All right. You're live. What's going on? Hey, how's it going, fellas? What's up? Oh, well, uh, you guys were talking about Disney. I guess that's where yeah. we're at now. And I find it pretty interesting that in general, just we're just trying to defend Disney or just even move them forward at all. I mean, we all know about the secret saucy messages in their movies. Yeah. And they've never really, their underlying messages have always been, you know, the little the little girl who now sees like a, maybe a 22-year-old man, like what was that guy's name, Gaston and wasn't Bell, like yeah. 13 years old or 14 years old. So these movies have always had some kind of intrinsic, like, you know, pedo kind of backdrop to all these movies and stories. So I don't think at this point, why are we even surprised? Like, that's just the new movement. Pedophilia was always been the movement. Now it's in, now that pedophilia is in the forefront and we all see it, well, let's move to the next thing, trans and then, yeah. you know, these kinds of, these kinds of topics. So I don't Wait, know. It's was, just, did it say anywhere in like, Beauty and the Beast? Like entangling, did, it, did it say anywhere right? in Beauty and the Beast how old Belle was? Well, I think, I mean, if I can remember correctly, I, I do watch and listen to a lot of Jordan Peterson. I think in one of his talks, he did say something about the fact that she was around 14 to 15. Okay. I mean, if I can remember me. I correctly. I didn't, I didn't know. This is new to me. Yeah. Um, I can tell right, you for right. Beauty so, and the Beast, I mean, and I'm not defending Disney on this one, but I, but I remember watching Beauty and the Beast, and the only thing that I ever remember that stuck out was the fact that she was in love with the Beast. I mean, that's really it. But I mean, sure, I think, right. but I never remember anything being along the lines of she's too young. Now, I'm not, I, I can stand corrected on that one all day, 100%. So where Jordan Peterson got that from, I have no idea. Unless there's something there that said that. I'm sure he's done his due diligence. I mean, because mm -hmm. even like Little Mermaid and mm -hmm. those movies. Fair enough, yeah. They're like you that, 16 year old yeah. girls. Aladdin, Aladdin, she was supposed to be a younger, you yeah. know, as well. Well, she was the princess. Uh, oh. Yeah, but they're like in true, these true. adult relationships. Like getting married. Yeah, well, I mean, if you've read up. the Quran, that stuff is not pretty. <laughs> 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 You're gonna get a shot up over here. I mean, I don't want. No, 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 yeah, no, no. I've, I'm in. I'm in Virginia. There's no. You know, we're we're pretty safe here. But anyway, I wanted to say, you know, uh, also if I could make a little suggestion because yeah. I'm in the chat also, and everybody's talking about how awesome you are with the Bob Ross. I think it would be funny if you did painting with a mental disability, <laughs> like like you know like like. <gasps> Oh, what if like, we did know, like, where like John Ross becomes uh, Johanna Ross? Johanna Ross. No, 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 no. What I thought would be funny is if you put the wig on, but then you put a bald cap over the wig to be Fetterman. To be Fetterman. So painting like Fetterman. Yeah, Does exactly. Fetterman wear a bald like cap? Fetterman. So you would. Nobody's bald. But you would be. Oh, you put would a bald cap. Ross. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I thought you said baseball, like a baseball cap. So you mean like a bald thing? No, 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 no. Yeah, you would put a bald cap over your wig, so it would be. Bob or John Ross being <laughs> Fetterman, but, but painting would, like but Joe Biden, be, it would be terrible. Yeah, that's confusing. How would it be? How would I look like Fetterman with a ball cap on? Fetterman never wears a ball cap. He's just no, bald. A bald. No, 
Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Now that makes sense. I thought you meant like a baseball right, right, cap. Right. I was just like, I don't get how that. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. So what I meant would it would be funny <laughs> if if Bob Bob slash John Ross was wearing his curly wig, yeah. but all over the wig he was wearing the bald cap to impersonate. So gotcha. you're impersonating so like hair imper- sticking out the side. There you go. That makes right. sense. I see it that. It would be fucking hilarious. I will tell you this. We do have to make another John Ross. And the reason that we've kind of held off right now is I want to see where everything settles as far as the dust goes. We do have the John Ross Rumble channel. And the thing that I do love about Rumble is they basically went weapons free in a sense of mm-hmm. do whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. Right. Uh, and I love that. And, you know, here's the crazy thing. We, we've said before, you can say the N word on the show just when discussing the context of it. But they didn't ban me. They didn't penalize me. Mm-hmm. They are they are for this idea from what I've seen so far. And we, again, we're growing in numbers. We're hitting the mainstream pages on the podcast stuff. We're like right behind a lot of these bigger names like Stick Axe and Hammer, Charlie that. Kirk and stuff like I that. It's that. great to see. But we talk about some really fucking weird shit on this show and they still have not banned me they still have not come after me so we've been kind of i've been kind of testing the waters and now that i see we can get away with this and i hate saying get away but they're approving you know actual good free speech which we haven't abused we do want to start making john ross again but this time it's going to be john ross uncensored because with youtube i don't know how the fuck like bro i'm between you me and my hand of god i do not know how we did not get banned on youtube a lot sooner than what we did it was the podcast that got yeah. it banned. The John Ross stuff. We said some pretty fucking controversial shit. And I'm like, this every single video. I got tired of hearing me say this. Like, this is the one that gets his banned. This is the one that gets his banned. And it never did. It was a podcast. <laughs> it was a podcast. Look at Crowder's that numbers right now. Yeah. But Crowder's numbers right now are through the roof. Yeah. I saw him. Three million, streamed, three million views. Whew, he streamed the debates or the midterms the other night. He had like 300,000 fucking viewers. That's why I'm begging for yeah, Rumble to verify point? me so I can go in that chat and try and poach his following. <laughs> John Burke's on no, Rumble. You should, oh, you should, no, you no, should, no, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do mean, that. I mean, you're a, te- you're a Texas boy. I mean, so is he. I mean, well, no, he's not. He's a Canadian. But, I mean, you could probably, I mean, get on his show. I mean, listen. Well, I do know I this about Crowder. I saw his numbers crawling. Go ahead. I do know this about Crowder. Crowder is like me. He tends to do his own thing. And I respect that. He's actually local. And I can't find this motherfucker because I would love to connect with him. But I do respect the fact that he does like to do his own thing because when you start hobnobbing with other influencers, chances are you're going to get stabbed in the back. I've seen that multiple times. But I do respect what Crowder does. He's a very intelligent dude. Um, I actually went and saw him speak one time. It was uh, here at, at the uh, the SMU campus like years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. And it was a really good thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, this dude's fucking doing incredible. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, his numbers on Rumble are insane. Andrew Tate comes over here. Uh, Crowder comes over here. A lot of big names are coming to Rumble. And that's the way it needs to be because that counters YouTube. And YouTube now, the harder they ban, the harder they censor, yeah. the more people are going to flood Rumble because Rumble is now, I think, Those the lead competitor. numbers are calling, man. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, just from us. You can do it. We were streaming on Twitch. We get maybe 200 views. Now we're getting anywhere from five to 600 views on Rumble. And then YouTube, we still have our community over there that haven't banned yet, which I don't know how that's possible. But the numbers are growing. So, yeah, we're, we're, we'll be sticking on Rumble. But we're definitely going to be doing some John Ross uncensored videos over here on the John Ross Rumble channel that are going to be uh, – we're going to talk about trans shit. We're going to make fun of trans people because why the fuck not? They deserve it. They're a bunch of weirdos. All right. Well, I was going to say one last thing before we go. Before I go, sorry, I was going to say thanks for everything. And remember, Fetterman's neck is eight months pregnant. That's why he hates <laughs> Roe v. Wade. Later, guys. Nailed Later, it. brother. Nailed it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Fetterman's neck is eight months pregnant. Oh, that's yeah. why he wants to bring back Roe v. Wade. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Damn. Damn, that's good. That's savage. Woo. Savage as fuck. Savage. Yeah. All right. Let's keep going. 
Why, folks, did you not, uh, for those that don't know, I got banned on Twitter again for suspension evasion. Those motherfuckers are after me. So I'm probably going to create a John Ross parody channel and just go with that. <laughs> I don't think they'll ban that one, so we'll see. It's not an IP ban because I've got a fucking IP blocker. I use a VS or a uh, void thing, VPN thing. So they're not IP banning me. They're getting me on the fucking name. Maybe even the picture. I don't know. So I'm pretty sure if I put it disguised, like with the wig as John Ross and call it John Ross painting, whatever, it could be successful. So we'll see. Um, but I saw this Elvira. How old is she? She's got to be in her like seventies or eighties. Yeah, she's going to be, she's a boomer. Elvira actress, Cassandra Peterson leaves Twitter until Musk reinstates human rights and ethics team. What? Hmm. Fucking what? Actress Cassandra Peterson, best known for her TV and film as Elvira, told her 342,000 Twitter followers that she is leaving Twitter unless they reinstate uh, blah, blah. the 71-year-old actress and frequent TV host who recently announced she is a lesbian, wrote, I'm leaving Twitter until they decide to reinstate their human rights and ethics teams. You can't promote hate speech and call it free speech. Um, yes, you can. I would love, I would love to sit down with one of these liberals and really have it out with them saying, please tell me what constitutes free speech, speech you agree with. Mm -hmm. Like they don't seem to understand this basic concept because it hasn't applied to them yet. Yeah. I don't think disagreeing with somebody's lifestyle is necessarily hate speech. Fuck no, it's not. No, it isn't. Like what it's, it's unclassified speech in general. Yeah. What makes it hateful? Cause I could look at the religion of Islam and say, that's hateful. I could do the same thing for older Christianity, oh, say the same thing, that. but no, they won't touch that. No, but it's like, again, when you have these, these arguments of hate speech, you know, hate speech is not protected speech. Uh, yes, the fuck it is. And you don't seem to understand that. That's why these people are fascists. Yeah. That's why they are fascists. They would be 100% raising their hands saying, government, silence them. We don't like what they're saying. It's not nice. They're disagreeing with us. We want them gone. That's fascism. That's also corporate control. I get that, too. But even still. Who cares about Elvira? Like, yeah. Well, these people, I mean. 40 years later, you're going to resurface and be like, well, I'm out of of here, Twitter. She does have some nice boobs. I'll give her that. She she did. She did. This is definitely an old picture. She's 71. That or she's got some really good makeup. Uh, but yeah, can you imagine the levels of self-importance you must have when you simply think that I'm leaving Twitter until Elvira, you're okay. Bye. Like, I don't seem to, I don't think these celebrities really understand. There's nobody. There's like literally nobody folks. There is nobody on Twitter that when these celebrities make this announcement, they are just, Oh, it'd be like if the Pope died, nobody gives a fuck. Bye deuces. You're not that important. You're just not. So yeah. Bye bitch. Georgia Senate runoff, Walker hauls in $3.3 million on first day of new campaign. So it is a runoff now. Yep. It's official. It's official. It's a runoff. This is between Walker and Raphael. Now, Walker was leading, yeah. but he didn't get over 50% like the runoff uh, the state of Georgia requires him to do. Yeah. So now they're going to go into another runoff. But I think from that one, it's just literally whoever wins, wins, right? Uh, I think it? you still have to get... 50, Over like 50%. whoever whoever it is will have 50 percent of the vote yeah so because now you get the libertarians right. their candidates not running anymore yeah. so it's just between those two yep. so libertarians if you really want people to hate your party vote for Raphael. that that'll be it yeah. like vote for Raphael. if you want to see you know here's the thing do i think herschel walker's probably gonna be a good candidate I, I i don't know i i don't have a good feeling about it but we'll see i don't know i mean hey it's got to be better than what we have right now, right? Uh, that's damn truth. I want somebody who's not going to vote to send billions and billions of yeah, dollars. I think he will over to a foreign country. I think he will. I don't think. I think. He's I don't a Trump think man. will. I think he will. He's not. You think he would vote to send money over to the war in Ukraine? We'll see. Did they, we'll see. Did Trump? 
I don't think I, no, Trump, I don't think Trump. No, Trump definitely did. I, I mean, that's he's, not what I'm saying, but I definitely think that because a lot of GOP people are voting in favor of supporting Ukraine. A lot of people. Yeah. I know the Rand Pauls are not I right, mean, which is great. But there's a lot of GOP members that of are course, like, like yeah. Lindsey Graham's. Mm -hmm. those, yeah, of course Grant they Crenshaw's. are. And I get their stance on that, but it's like I don't agree with it. No, we're in too much debt right now to start forking over cash to billions. Bro, it's not you even ain't lying. That's our money. That is our fucking money. Did you see the meme going around of uh, what's it, Zelensky holding the winning billion dollar ticket? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> might as well. I know. Fucking might as well. Um, the battle over Senate majority may come down to the December sixth runoff. Well, wait a minute. Lauren Boebert. She no, she's House. Mm -hmm. But what is that? What are the standings right now? So it'd be Georgia, and if they could pull it off in what? Nevada and Alaska, that's the majority. Ooh. And then if What's-His-Face somehow pulls off uh, Arizona, then mm -hmm. that's 52. I don't think Blake Masters going to do it. I mean, last I checked, he was down by a lot. Yeah, well, there's only like 68% of the vote. Is, it, is there more too. in? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't looked yet. Uh, Blake Masters, yeah. He's 46% right now. Mark Kelly's 51%. He's up in the votes with 70% reporting. What, what, yeah, what, what the fuck's taking so long to count these votes? It's, I mean, if I lived in Arizona, I would be crazy pissed right now. And I'm surprised those people are like marching down there and getting in front and making sure that Wait a shit's minute. not being what? Who's running in Alaska? Alaska's all red. Senate, you got Kelly Toshiba, 44%. She's a Republican Party. Lisa Murkow, Murkowski, 40, uh, 42%. Yeah, Murkowski's the rhino. Yeah, and she's losing. Yeah. Kelly Toshiba, she's running. You got Republican Party, Buzz Kelly. Huh, that's all the candidates. It's looking like Alaska's going to be hardcore red. Mm-hmm. Because uh, if you look at this map, which is a great thing, because that just means one more Senate seat, or is it two? Because right now it's 46-48. Republicans have the lead. Need a 51 majority. The Republicans have lost one seat. Dems gained one seat. Other parties have two seats. We're still waiting to see the outcome of Arizona and Georgia. So, yeah. um, so Nevada flips to red. So that's a push for Pennsylvania. Uh, yes, it is looking like Nevada is going to flip red. And in the Senate, uh, yep, you've got uh, Adam Lexalt with 49% of the vote. Kathleen Cortez at 47%. Yeah, so huh. if, if they retain the Senate, if they get the Senate and mm -hmm. they take back the House, I mean, I don't see this as like, a loss? At no, all. it's not. No, it's well. It's in the context. You think it would of, be bigger, but I, I yeah. think anytime you're going up against the Democrats, you've you've got to be be prepared for yeah. the Pennsylvania, you know, outcomes where, you know, there's just shenanigans. I mean, Project Veritas is still releasing stuff on yeah. on their elections, so I just don't trust them at all. I don't. Damn, I don't if, trust any of their. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Any of the blue state elections. If you look at these, uh, you look at the overall dude. You look at the map of the United States just mm -hmm. for the House of Representatives. Holy shit. America is by and large red. Yeah. Only the urban areas do you see blue. The outer edges of California, New Mexico, uh, parts of Colorado, and you got the upper East Coast by and large. And then you got some portions of the states of Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, which I don't know how the fuck that's possible. But then again, you know, retardation spreads. It's They're called liberals and they breed like fucking rabbits when they're not killing each other off. But still, it's like, damn. And then if you look at the Senate map, mm, it's interesting. It's interesting. The governorship, it's a little bit split. Okay. Look at Nevada right now for the for the House. There's still 88% reporting. Yeah. What? The yep. election was two days ago. Yep. 
It's ridiculous. Well, they've 82%, but they already called it for Mark Amodi for the House. He's won 61.9% to Dina Titus of the Democratic Party. So, no, they've already called that he won. Um, for good who? for him. For who? Uh, excuse me. Mark Amodi. He is a Republican. He won District 2. Um, that's interesting. District 3, you've got Democrats leading. District 4... You've got Democrats leading, so I don't know. We'll see. It's looking like it's going to be three Democrats and one Republican uh, from what I'm looking at right here. Then you got other parties, and yeah, nobody pays attention to that. I don't know, dude. We're going to see because as it stands right now, um, the, current, uh, the current count is 48 Republican seats for the Senate and then 46 51 majority, and we're still waiting on some of them to turn out. And then for the House, you've got 187 Democrat seats to the 209 GOP seats. The GOP is around the verge. So, you know, I'll put it this way. Yes, if we retake the House and we retake the Senate, that's ultimately what we wanted to do. So it's a mission win. It's a mission accomplished. It's just that, by and large, we really thought there was going to be a much bigger red wave, a much bigger turnout. There wasn't. But I I think it's what you were saying, though. The elections that were held in these Republican states, Republicans slaughtered them. Right. Slaughtered them. Where there's election fortification. Yeah. Election security, like, where they bolstered up, you need an ID. Yeah. Did away with mass um, mail-in ballots. Yeah. And uh, ballot harvesting. Yep. You know, you get Florida. You get Ohio. It's, you know, it's you get Texas. To this, yeah. Uh, well... Herschel Walker hauls in $3.3 million on first day of the new campaign of the runoffs. Uh, Republican state nominee Herschel Walker hauled in $3.3 million fundraising on the first day of a Senate runoff campaign with Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock. Uh, Walker's advice advisors share first with Fox News on Thursday. Walker, who finished roughly 35,000 votes behind Warnock out of nearly 4 million votes, that's close, cast in the Senate election in the battleground state of Georgia, is returning to the campaign trail Thursday, teaming up with conservative Senator Ted Cruz at a rally in Canton. Dude, this is where all Republicans should be fucking just a lot of spending. Mm -hmm. Go in there, campaign for this guy, Energize a voter base. Get out there and vote for Herschel Walker when it comes time for December 6th again. Like, get out there and vote. Because, yeah. it, honestly, it could very well. If Lo- Lauren Boebert, she won, I guess. So that's – but she's House. It doesn't matter. I, keep, I don't know. I keep thinking she's Senate. Um, that's still a good win. Oh, it's still a great win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying that it could come down to what they're predicting. This could be the, the race that determines where the majority goes. Now, if Blake Masters pulls it off somehow, then we're good. Like, if Blake Masters pulls it off, we're good. There's still 30% out there. Yeah, I know. I mean, that is just amazing. It's crazy how slow they're going with this. But at the same token, though, I am kind of glad it's going going slow because that just means that they are taking their time on this one versus— No, I don't You don't think so? I I think when they take this much time, they're they're trying to— Yeah. Cheat? That's when cheating happens. I could see that. That's when they're trying to figure out how many votes do we need to, to just win. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, I think I think if Kara if Carrie Lake definitely says that I want to do a recount, I think she'd be perfectly fine. Or I think she'd be perfectly well within the the common sense realm of saying I want to do this again because did, your machines were all fucked up. Yeah, I don't think the recounts do a damn thing because yeah. by that point, yeah, they already, get they got what they need. Yeah, they get the win. Yeah, they brush it under the carpet and you never hear about it again. Yeah, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. So it's, I mean. Arizona's got to get down there. They they got to get their shit together, man. It's Same ridiculous. with I mean, Nevada. A why, lot of these states. Why do. is Oregon still oh, counting votes? You're telling me there's 
wherever there's a competitive race, it takes fucking forever. I, dude, I don't get it. I don't get it either. No, that just tells me you're cheating. Yeah. Um, did we just lose the internet? I hope not. Okay, there we go. Uh, Businesses in Long Beach threaten to move if violence, rampant drug use are not cleaned up. Customers don't feel safe, one downtown business owner warned. They're 100% right on this. Prominent businesses in Long Beach, California are threatening to pack up and move if issues such as crime, drug use, and homelessness are not addressed, according to a local report. Mm -hmm. Um, Customers don't feel safe. District wine owner Angela... Uh, Menza said this weekend, according to the Long Beach Business Journal, my staff are afraid. We all carry pepper spray just to serve our customers to Parkland. Imagine, like, that's your first line of defense, pepper spray. I'm not knocking it, but I'm just saying I'd rather have a gun. I would rather have a gun because you know those criminals, they probably have guns. I would 100% get out of that state. 100%. If I was a small business get owner, the fuck out of I, there. Would get, I would move, I don't know if I'd move to Arizona, but definitely, like, towards Texas or yeah. Florida. Yeah, I can see that. It's it's going to be interesting, man. Mm-hmm. The situation in downtown is desperate, sad, and disappointing. We are close to having very few choices to save our downtown spot. Beachwood Brewing Company owner Gabriel Gordon wrote on October 27th email to the Downtown Long Beach Alliance, the outlet reported. Uh, within his email, he outlined what issues are plaguing the areas, including violence near the restaurant, people using drugs openly, and others wandering around those dining. In one incident, Gordon saw a couple fighting outside his establishment, which resulted in a woman getting knocked unconscious. When he called the police, however, no one showed up, he said. Uh, the incidents, according to Gordon, are driving down his bottom line more than 25%. Now, add in inflation and a recession. Bro, law enforcement's worthless out there. Your elected leaders are failing. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. They're rich. They don't give a shit where the next burger's coming from. You are nothing to them. Yeah. You are nothing to them. What they would rather support are these stupid cultural issues that are not putting food on your table. Mm-hmm. They would rather go out there and campaign for trans rights, gay rights, all that other dumb shit that's not even real versus the hard tax where the, where the metal meets the fucking meat. They don't give a shit about you. Mm-mm. They don't. No. Get out of there. They want your money. They want your money. They want Come your to, taxes. It's like the mafia. Just go in and shake you down. Yep. Oh, it's ridiculous. Take your money, not do anything for you. Yeah. Beat you up a little bit. <laughs> I love this. Uh, a Olivera92 in Rumble Chat says, the uh, send in the social workers. <laughs> yeah, send in the social workers. Send in the social workers. Well, speak of the devil, and then shout out here. Paul Ryan blames disappointing GOP election results on Trump hangover. Ryan predicts someone other than Trump will be 2024 Republican presidential nominee. Former House Speaker Paul Ryan, a Republican out of Wisconsin, said Republicans should have done better in Tuesday's midterms elections, calling former President Trump a drag on our ticket mm-hmm. that contributed to the party's disappointing results. That's how you know he's a rhino. He's a drag. It should have been better. You know what he should have been saying? Hmm. He's like, we had a pretty good night. It's not as good as we thought it was going to be. Yeah. But uh, it looks like we're going to pick up the House, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, gain majority in the Senate. Yeah, that's I what agree. It, that's yeah. what a team player would say. I agree. A cocksucker yeah. says what he's just said. <laughs> when Josh says cocksucker, he's serious. He ain't yeah. playing around. I can't stand that guy, I, man. I'll agree with you on that one. I, I would say that I would not pin mm-hmm. that on any individual, but instead of saying, hey, we, 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 we took back the House, took back the Senate. That right. was the overall goal. Did we have a strong turnout? No. But I think the GOP needs to kind of come together and let's figure this yeah. out and you maybe circle it back around to the election you yeah. say when you have uh you know you, when your elections aren't fortified like yeah. some of these other stronger states. and that's why i would say yeah. that's the better talking point right. than the election stealing versus like look what we he, need to like you said yeah. protect these elections that that's a great talking what point. he wants is in-party fighting 
Yeah. So that's when you know it's a rhino. That's when you know he's I don't think a, it's in party he's a neocon. They want yeah. Trump gone. Yeah, they want him gone. Yeah. They want their party back. They mm-hmm. want the power back. Yeah. You know, they want the establishment. That's why you got to get rid and of That's McConnell. not what the people That's why yeah. Trump got elected because they're sick and tired yeah. of assholes like this guy, mm-hmm. Mitt Romney. Uh November 14th. These they're self-made voting. kings and queens. Like who appoints you to that position? I agree. I think November 14th, they're going to be voting on Republican leadership. Yeah. If McConnell gets reelected, then you know the state of affairs and you know where we're at when it comes to these elections. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 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 a sad state of affairs. Yeah. That just means the swamp has not been drained. No, it, well, not, And you have to look oh, at, yeah. you know, where's McConnell from? Where's he run out? Of? It's not Kentucky. Kentucky. Is, it? is it Kentucky? Mitch McConnell. Yeah, he's then Kentucky. You, you need to start like people need to start asking these Kentucky voters, who the fuck are you voting for? What district is that? I no know. Shit, that guy needs like, to be challenged. Jesus. Like shit, maybe we should move to Kentucky and I can challenge him. Like imagine us t- like taking on Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell or uh, Lindsey Graham. Both of them. Fuck them both. We'll, we'll run for both things. You run for one, I'll run for the other. <laughs> Josh and John in the morning running for Kentucky politics because fuck these boomer neocons. Because fuck them. That's fuck why. Fuck them. That's why. Um. <laughs> Well, interviewed China. from his home in Janesville, Wisconsin. <laughs> He's from China. He's from who? Mitch McConnell. Oh. That's pretty funny. Wisconsin. By local station WIBBB on Wednesday, Ryan said he was happy to see Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' landslide re-election victory. Now, again, the speculation and rumors that they're trying to get DeSantis to become part of the establishment. Oh, I think that's true. Sure. They're going to see DeSantis. I mean, everybody's going for DeSantis right now. He's like the new kid on the block. Everybody loves him. They're going to mm-hmm. try and bring them to his side. DeSantis just needs to do his own fucking thing. He's got enough power, not power, enough clout, enough influence. Do your own thing. You don't need anybody. They need you. Mm-hmm. They need you. Remember that. Like, I'm actually talking to the guy. Uh, re-election victory. And that's the thing that pisses me off about, like, turning point. The rest of these people, they get these politicians on their shows because they simp for these politicians. They'll run for them. They'll campaign for them and shit like that. They'll give them the exposure mm-hmm. versus, you know, bring them on the show and ask them some very pointed questions that aren't, like, misleading. They're not going to be favorites. Like, look, you know, you're here, mm-hmm. and it's my job to grill you. It's my job to interview and you ask you the questions that people want to hear answered. And that's what pisses me off that we don't have a bigger audience, that we can't get a lot of these big names because we're not big enough yet. And it's just like, you know, I'll give uh, Dan Crenshaw credit for coming on your podcast. I will. I will. And, I still uh, give people like, your buddy Crenshaw is like, did you even listen to the podcast where we disagreed on certain things? You know, like, I think it's important. I mean, it's not like. And we even changed you know, his opinion on marijuana use. He's like, I, I'm in favor of legalizing marijuana now after after talking to you. I was like, thank you. you know, that's not, awesome. Yeah, it's. I, mean, I still need to get Tulsi Gabbard on here. You know, Joe Rogan size or yeah. Turning Point size mm-hmm. podcast. But, you know, you come to, you know, podcasts like this one here and you, mm-hmm. it's intimate. Yeah, you talk. I definitely think it's definitely more of a voice of the people kind of thing because again, we can take a voice right now if you'd like. Let's do it. Let's take All a right. call. Hold on. Let's take a call. Here we go. Stand by. Hey, buddy. <laughs> you are live. What's going on? Hey, Josh. Hey, Josh. Hey, Sarge. What's going on? How you doing, buddy? All right. I just want to say this, Sarge, because I, I follow you all the time. I'm the one that's in your section all the time. I first saw you all the time. Mine and Jamal. I just want to say this, Sarge. When I saw what um, Paul Ryan's, what um, Paul Ryan said, and what a lot of these establishment Republicans, I'm one of those people who wanted uh, DeSantis and Trump. Because I, I, I'll be honest, I am a Trump supporter. I am one of those people who support Trump, and yes, I'm one of those people you'll say well, who fight for President Trump because I remember when he ran in 2015 and 2016, uh, I lost friends yeah. who were Republicans yep. who didn't who didn't like Trump. So And so it's kind of personal to me. 
and I, of course, and, I, and, 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 and it's personal to me when all these new people who really just started supporting Donald Trump when he became president, started sending things he was doing, mm-hmm. like Ben Shapiro. Because Ben Shapiro didn't, Ben Shapiro didn't support President Trump. Dan was like, well, he saw, oh, Donald Trump really going to do these things. Yeah. And it's like the first chance people get yeah. to throw him away, Sarge. Yeah. They want to treat him like an old tampon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Because, I mean, we said earlier on the show, the Daily Wire crew, they were waiting to see Trump expose himself or get to see an, ex, uh, an exposed port in his armor. But, it, you know, it's it's not so simplistic as that, though, because when Trump comes out, they're punching again. Oh, let's, let, me, let me backtrack real quick. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, the establishment Republicans were definitely against Trump. And we know why. And and it feels like we're seeing Trump kind of change throughout the timeline here because Trump was the anti-establishment. He was the business guy going in there Mm -hmm. to gut the whole system. And he did a great job. Don't get me wrong. Because you saw the Ted Cruz, you saw the rest of them suddenly flip because they knew either you get on this Trump train and you're not getting reelected. We saw Glenn Beck do the same fucking thing. I remember watching Glenn Beck. like That guy was also a never Trumper. For me, it was like, dude, I don't know where I stand on this guy. Bro, I'm telling you, he called <laughs> he, fucking he called Trump supporters and, brown shirts, and it's like, dude, come on, man, that's yeah. that's a massive exaggeration. But where I stand now, though, is Trump has done a lot of good, but Trump cannot get out of his own way. When Trump starts bashing DeSantis, Trump loses me. It's like, dude, stop, like, stop with this. We do not need to be doing this. DeSantis did yeah. a great job. I get that he got Trump's endorsement, but like I said before, DeSantis led. He led Florida. That wasn't yeah. Trump. So give the man his dues. If Trump wanted to be ten times more effective, get behind DeSantis. Praise DeSantis. Like, good job. We need to be coming out and supporting this guy. Mm-hmm. Trump even said he voted for him. Yeah. But when Trump views somebody like DeSantis as being a threat, he wants to take him down. We don't need that right now. The enemy that we should be going against right now is McConnell's. Grams, the rest of the rhinos, get yeah. them out of there. Get them out of there. We don't need them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just where I stand on. But you know what? And I and, I, and I, you know what? I like I say, I love the, I love President Trump. I've been standing beside him since two fifteen uh-huh. when some of my conservative Republican friends walked away from me yeah. and blocked me on Facebook. Yeah. But I don't like it that he is attacking Ron DeSantis because personally, I feel that this is what the Republican establishment is doing. And I'm going to tell you another way people ought to look at it, too. Yeah. Fox News is behind some little crap, too. Bro, yep. Fox News yep. ended up here reporting that him and Melania got Thank into you. a fight. I'm like, you write, you writing Melania Trump and Donald Trump? You were arguing at her? Who are you, CNN and MSNBC? And Fox been doing, and I feel President Trump, I'm going to hurry up and get off because I know people want to call <laughs> oh, in. No. I feel President Trump. Did, did you watch Fox News during the midterms? This Honestly, I watched. I, I I watched you and I watched uh-huh. you and we were um, watching Fox. And, <laughs> uh, we were kind of watching Fox News, but we were watching other. But the reason I say that though is Fox was kind of like, bro, they were making some early calls. It was just like, wait a minute, like this. They, they did were, that shit in twenty twenty. They did. I, I remember, just, you're right. I mean, I. I don't watch yeah. Fox News. The other Babylon than B did a thing on them too that they were like coming out yeah. in favor and calling Georgia for and again they yeah. were joking. They were calling Georgia. No, they were calling uh, Arizona for uh, Stacey Abrams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, oh. I'm with you because Fox is owned by a liberal owner. Like Fox News, you know, yeah. it's a business model, man. They know what they're doing. They know that if you've got a left to CNN, you've got to have a right as Fox. Yeah. And Fox is going to say what the right wants to hear. 
for the most part, but then they're going to say some shit and they're going to put some headlines out there like, really, is this what we're reporting on? Yeah. Like, this isn't news. This yeah, I, is bullshit. I think they've got some good commentators on there, but as soon as they brought, like, uh, Donna Brazil on, oh, God. after Donna was, Brazil yeah. was exposed yeah. for handing over questions to Ron Hillary Clinton. Williams. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, it's just like, all right. I wish we it's, could get more libertarian voices, voices yeah. on that show that would call out Republican rhinos and the Republican establishment types or just mm-hmm. anti-constitutionalists like Trump dick writers. Right. And it's like, I get that you can you can support Donald Trump. You want to see him succeed. But the thing that I take issue with is when a lot of these influencers, a lot of these people in the establishment or just in the conservative party by and large that claim to stand for the Constitution and then Trump comes out there and says something that's anti-constitution and they don't say anything about it. It's like, well, then I lose faith in you yeah. because we should be standing above all the Constitution comes first. The politicians should be running on the platform of supporting and enforcing the Constitution, not doing their own thing. And I feel like that's where Trump has gone. Mm -hmm. I feel like Trump was not a pro-2A president, but he did great in other areas. But if DeSantis comes out there and he supports the Constitution more than anything, he's got my vote. He's got my vote. We'll see. That's assuming you're running 24. Yeah, go ahead, brother. And real quick, Sarge, they did this in 2000 with Arizona. A lot of people don't remember this because I was up all night watching it. Uh In 2018, the Republican senator that replaced John McCain, when they went, when we went to bed, she was up 10,000 votes. When we got up the next morning at uh, 2018, she was down by 30,000 votes. Arizona been doing this since 2018. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to go, Sarge. You have a good blessing. And happy birthday, Sarge. Yeah, back at you, man. Thank hey, you for buddy. calling him. He's got a point. I mean, you're right. When you said before, when it gets later and it takes longer to count the votes, we start seeing upticks. Yeah, it's shenanigans. Yeah, it's shenanigans. It's what happens. It's shenanigans. How many votes do we need, Johnson? Shenanigans, sir. Print the ballots. <laughs> Print the ballots. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. I'll give him that. And that's why it's kind of like, why does it take so long to count these votes? You got a good point there. I will that's, agree with you. The no, longer we take, I, I agree with that I mean, one. Could, is that a Supreme Court case? Is that something that people could actually take I, to the yeah. Supreme Court and be I, like, I hey, like listen, could, yeah. this is... If, if they're taking this much time, those people need to be, um, I don't know, hauled into court, questioned, find out why it t- took so long. Why did they have problems right out of the gate? Yeah. Right out of the gate. Yeah. They had uh, machine issues, no paper. Yeah. Like, sorry, you're fired. Uh, Bass Chica on YouTube says, the idea that everyone ignore the Constitution and agree with Trump is silly. That's not so. Are we talking about the Second Amendment? I mean, I'm old enough to remember when we talked about take the guns first, depress it. When the red flags thing were hitting, when Crenshaw came out and caught all that fire mm-hmm. and Trump was right there, Trump made the wrong call. We got the bump stock ban. He wanted to ban certain kinds of body armor. And then a turning point, the rest of them, they didn't say anything. The mm-hmm. NRA didn't say anything. No, yeah. the gun owners of America did. Yeah. I saw a lot of conservative influencers out there saying, no, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. This is wrong. I do remember seeing that. And I remember how quiet everybody was. I'm like, wait, did this just fucking happen? Mm-hmm. Did this just fucking happen? And that's what scares me, because when you have people that stay silent and don't want to go against the president when he says something wrong or does something wrong, that's when you have dictatorship. That's when you have dictatorship. Oh, you're saying the people didn't. OK, thank you. OK, I, I thought. OK, my bad. I, I get what you're saying. Um, but, well, I mean, the people that did ignore it, it's not that they ignored it. They just didn't want to comment on it because they don't want to. And this is why I'm, and this is why I'm trying to prove this point to people or mm-hmm. trying to open their eyes to this. When you become a loyalist influencer, a MAGA influencer, and we see plenty of them. When Trump says something wrong, you can't speak out against it because you don't bite the hand that feeds you. Trump knows what he's doing. Right. He'd be stupid not to recruit these influencers. Biden did it with TikTok stars. That and, it, that and look, I know you don't like calling them influencers, but they've got influence. Mm-hmm. You can't deny that. 
They can help people sway and change their minds. That's the truth. I mean, why do y'all listen to this podcast? You think you agree with everything I say? No. You hear different perspectives. Even when you call in, it's hearing different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And I respect that. But you cannot deny the fact that these people that have these massive followings, that's where it's at. Mm -hmm. That's where the campaigning is at. It's through the influencers. Get the influencers to echo your message. But God forbid if you're an influencer that says something, hey, I don't agree with this, Trump. Well, then what happens? You are banned from the king's court. And that's why you should never tie in with any individual campaign or politician. Yeah. That's why I won't do it. I won't. So when somebody says, are you a Trump supporter? It's like, which issue? Which policy? Well, by and large. No, no, no. Which policy? That's just where I stand. Even with DeSantis, I'm not going to support him blindly. Which policy are we referring to? But then again, again, DeSantis hasn't announced he's even going to run. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Influenced mouth breathers. Dude, you can sit there and make fun of it all you want. But these mouth breathers that are being influenced, they vote and their vote counts. Yeah, that's one thing that that's the Democrats the really did well is got the uh, yep. the younger yep. kids out there. Yep. Um, voting results. Americans are ready to back another Ron in 2024, DeSantis. Uh, DeSantis crushing victory in Florida already has them. And again, folks, I'm not simping for DeSantis to run. I'm simply calling it like I feel. Um, kind of, we can take another call if you want. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm basically talking about the scape of the political landscape right now and what's being said just to try and bring people to the forefront of what I'm seeing on social media. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, that's a good question. If Trump and DeSantis are on the ticket for yeah. the GOP, who are you going with? Because it is possible. It I think is DeSantis is smart enough right now not to play into the media, yes. Yes. not to play into all those talking yep. points and pitting him against anybody else. Yes. He's going to do his job. Yep. Uh, hang on, we got a call coming in. If DeSantis keeps his mouth shut, he's got a really good chance because Trump is going to keep firing at him. Yeah. All right. Hey, buddy. You there? Yep. You're live. What's going on? Okay. So this is actually based Chica. So I'm glad I got through. Um, (laughs) I just wanted to make a few points. I would say with Trump when he talks about um, certain things like the bump stock thing was one of them, but there's a lot of things where he's like off the rails. Yeah. And it's perceives that people blindly follow him. Yeah. But what he does is he throws something way, way out there. And then he gets the feedback from people and he kind of reels it back in. So I never take anything he says as it is Mm -hmm. because it's, it's always exaggerated. And then as far as the (laughs) clapping back, I mean, DeSantis does that too. Um, He's a little more tactful because he's not a New Yorker. Yeah. But I think whoever gets, the top spot in the, in the primaries in 2024 mm-hmm. is going to experience the same thing from the left because oh, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. run lies. I mean, they, oh, yeah. they went after Kavanaugh saying he gang raped a, a line of girls and stuff. It's ridiculous. But no, okay. Now so, let's push I, pause on that real quick though. So where are they at with Kavanaugh sure. right now though? They're done. They're not they at totally, Kavanaugh. Once he's, yeah, yeah, they're done. Exactly. And that's the thing is like, it's going to come at anybody. They, yeah. I'm sure the Herschel Walker stuff is a lie. If you remember that um, Roy Moore, and this is the point I, I really want to make, is that they said that he had assaulted this girl and they had this yearbook. Yeah. And if you zoomed in on the picture that they had at the press conference, it had a different color of ink. It was changed. Yeah. And then the girl came back and the woman came back and was like, oh, I annotated it. No, I'm I remember sorry. That, yeah. He forged his name. Yep. I so I just don't believe any allegations blindly. But I did oh, want to yeah. hit one quick thing about the um, – kind of the voter integrity stuff. Yeah. I live in Michigan and I can give you kind of a, a quick synopsis of how Michigan went um, blue, purplish to, or 
like red purplish mm-hmm. to completely blue now. Mm-hmm. And this is their playbook. And this is how we can stop the other states because Michigan is now completely Democrat, yeah. even in the Supreme Court in the state. Mm-hmm. So what they did was we had voter ID that passed. I think it was probably late 2000s, early 2010s kind of thing. And I don't remember the exact year. So we passed voter ID. Great. But then in 2018, recreational weed was on the ballot. And if the the conservatives, so to speak, had just been behind that, perhaps along the way we wouldn't have had this problem. But because that was on the ballot, a lot of idiots came out to vote. That's how we got Whitmer, Nessel, and Benson. Mm -hmm. And so also on the ballot was redistricting. And Mm -hmm. the Democrats did a great job of coming up with this idea for the proposal of this nonpartisan redistricting commission. It was a total sham. I knew it was a sham. I voted against it. And then also no excuse absentee. So the voters approved no excuse absentee and the redistricting nonpartisan commission, which led to now the district. I used to live in the Grand Rapids area, mm-hmm. and that district was a mosh. It became Meyer, who's a total idiot. And this election would have been Gibbs, um, but he lost because they incorporated um, Muskegon, which is kind of it's very blue out right so um they they gerrymandered that yeah so, i was about to say you told me 2020 ushered yeah and then 2020 ushered in the mass mail-in kind of thing there yeah. they came up with the playbook and then this year the redistricting occurred and then the problem and this is where i disagree with you slightly on is mm-hmm. the the true issue is mcconnell mccarthy and mcdaniel and and their friends Anytime, it's not Trump's fault. It's not that people lack support to Trump. It's that when he endorses somebody, they go against them. There's a video that I've read. Oh, yeah. Hector, I'm, no, hold on. The, let me put, I'm not blaming the midterms on Trump. I'm not, I'm not blaming that. And then yeah. I don't think Trump has that much power, but I am seeing that Trump's influence when it comes to certain candidates that are against him or basically they don't push for the election denial. And I'm not, when I say this, I'm not saying in the context of I'm in agreement with it. I'm stating something that I'm seeing from social media, from the news articles, from these politicians themselves. So I don't see the midterms as being Trump's fault. Not, no, I think I have to agree with Ben Shapiro on one thing. I think we have some shitty candidates. The quality of our candidates are like, Mehmet Oz should never have been there. That was just, he lost to a fucking vegetable. He lost to, and again, that is Pennsylvania. I get that. But at the and same a dead token, person won too. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah dead person. I mean, yeah. Be on the, the ballot. <laughs> but I, I just see that as like Republicans need to stop pushing out these boomers. They need, and I don't, I shouldn't say boomers. It's these neocons. Mm-hmm. They need to stop pushing out these neocon candidates. And I think a lot of that is closely tried t- tied to Trumpism, like loyalty to Trump, loyalty to the God King Trump. And and I, I am going to speculate on this and simply say that I feel. If Trump continues to punch right against DeSantis and others, because that's what Trump does, he is going to not only lose a lot of support from his earlier voters, those neocons are going to jump on this. And I'm not calling Ben Shapiro a neocon, but you already look at what Ben Shapiro is doing. They're already going after Trump. They are already trying to – they want DeSantis to run because they don't want Trump again. Mm -hmm. So when Trump comes out there and he's punching right, you're giving your enemy the opportunity to just take advantage of you. So as far as the midterms go, I think there's a lot of election integrity issues there. Uh, Like you talked about the gerrymandering things. You know, when Democrats are in charge, they're going to gerrymander. They're going to do everything they can to get on that ballot or to get into there and make the changes that basically swing – uh, the elections in their favor, in mm-hmm. a sense. Whereas, and you look at like we said before, these states that are locking down voter integrity, yeah. you don't see that so much. No, but I don't. I would yeah. blame the midterms on Trump as a whole. I think he definitely has some some responsibility in there. Do you think so? Yeah, I, I do. When I don't you, know, man. I don't think he bears 
responsibility for endorsing a candidate. Well, then why I mean, would he like, be upset when his guys uh, lose? When, you know, the articles were coming out saying that he was basically bashing fellow Republicans and his wife for telling him to endorse him and Oz and I, shit I like that. I think that's misplaced um, anger on that because the the ads from the other side are what people are believing. The mm-hmm. articles from the other side are traitors are what people are believing. They're presenting mm-hmm. this idea that it was him and what it was is it was his own team against him and they're the yeah. ones and they, I honestly think that those people are giving money to the other side for those candidates to win. The, the people like McConnell and McCarthy. So wait, you think they're giving money, money to the, Demo- to the, the Democrats? Side. The Democrat? Uh, oh, opposite? yeah. I think they, they'll shoot themselves in the foot. They'll, they'll trip over a dollar to pick up a penny for their own side, you know, for their own personal agenda. Uh, you know, oh, I'm yeah. not going to say that's out of the realm of possibility, but I think there would definitely be some track records of donations made on their behalf. I mean, imagine if the GOP <laughs> was sending money to a DNC represent or a DNC freaking candidate. That would, that would make massive news. They've already Democrats have already admitted to the Pied Piper candidate where they put the push up the candidate they think they could possibly beat in like the primary. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. they, it was in all of yeah, Hillary's Michigan emails. Yeah, and an open, mm. uh, like non-declared party primary here. So mm. we have open primaries and it, it affects oh, us. Oh, now, okay, to be okay, fair, okay, I've, okay. Used that, so I've, okay. I've used that against people. I, like, I, I voted for Bernie Sanders in 2016 uh, in the primary just because I didn't want Hillary on the ballot and yeah. then obviously voted for Trump in the general. I see what so you're I've, saying. There. Okay, I see what game. you're saying. I thought you were talking about like, okay, now I get your point there. Um. Fuck, I mean, absolutely possible. And, you know, honestly, I would agree with that type of tactic because, honestly, you've got to – that's politics. Nasty. That's nasty politics, but that's also mm-hmm. one of those things that you – it's perfectly legal, mm-hmm. perfectly legal. But, yeah, you do have to play the game. And I agree. I think that's smart thinking, honestly. You vote in favor of Bernie over Hillary because, Jesus, I'm so glad we don't have Hillary. Yeah, and by the time the Michigan primary happened in 2016, Trump was a, a sure bet. Yeah. So it wasn't like I was – throwing away any kind of yeah. vote for another candidate or yeah. something like that. That's true. At that because, time, I, mean, I didn't your, even, your side's already I, secure. I didn't like Trump because I hadn't listened to him. But um, <laughs> by, the, by the time the general came, I was like, I don't care about mean tweets. I care about winning and yeah. track record. And that's what, I mean, he proved it. And other than small things, well, not small, but like occasional things like the uh, the bump stock thing. I totally disagreed on that. I, I know, think we should have rocket launchers personally. Fuck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, you know, I see Trump's mouth as kind of like a machine gun. As long as it's aimed at the other side, I'm cool with it because they deserve it. But when Trump turns that fire on his own, it's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Especially like when DeSantis comes out, there's like, I just won the Battle of Florida. Trump's like, no, you didn't. I'm like, dude, what the fuck's the point in this? Way to go. I had a million more votes. And it's like, and and then Trump comes out there and says, like, I had so many more votes. Like, Trump, that was a presidential election versus midterms. We all know there is a much more massive turnout for presidential elections. And that's why. I've kind of set truth social on my ass right now because they do not like me because I've been bashing Trump over there telling him to shut the fuck up and all these boomers are coming out it's like oh God's gonna wreak wrath on you and you're like what the hell is wrong with y'all mm. y'all are crazy but no yeah I, and we I, need I to take care saying. of the boomer oh Jesus I know too, I know because that's a huge problem it is problem. these antiquated ideas that they are running on and continue to push like you know i'm just the only thing i can chalk it up to is that their voter base is still because if you look at the trump election and the boomer turnout it was over 65 percent 65 percent that's the majority of the voting base and they have a lot of sway and they turn out to the polls the youth do not the youth do not by and large but i mean for democrats they didn't oddly enough for this one they did yeah this one i mean i think the democrats are trying to figure out how to replace the minority vote they're going to have to because yeah, more because, and more people yeah. are coming over. Hispanics, yeah. yep. 
They uh, they voted for was, Republican. Yeah, they had and, a twenty five percent drop yeah. in black voters on the left. That's a yeah. big thing because they definitely yeah. capitalized on the so minority they vote. They can't win without the minority vote. Yeah. So that's 100%. just so they, 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 they go after that's the why they lined up the the absentee drop boxes and all that Jesus. because yes. that replaces yeah. those people. Well, thank you for your call. I get your point. I, I can agree to yeah. an extent. I, I can see that. I would say that. I'm not saying that all Republicans turn a blind eye to when Trump says something stupid, but I'm talking about the MAGA grift, or not the MAGA, like the turning point types, the influencers, like the Dranos and stuff like that. When Trump fucks up, they don't go hard on correcting him. They just do a little light, say, oh, I kind of don't agree with it, versus like, no, dude, stand for the Constitution. Stand for what's right. Stand for liberty and freedom. Well, I mean, I think that's a difference between yeah, a, a cheerleader I, and yeah, they're know, cheerleaders. A, a commentator. Yeah, very good point. I'll say instead of Trump cheerleaders, yeah. they should instead be constitutional uh, right. supporters. That's just where I stand. But yeah, I just no. want to. I just think if we focus on getting the leadership out, we yeah. can sort out the the small beef with the other stuff. I agree, but man. The that quote leadership is just toxic. That's why I just think Trump go. just needs to <laughs> shut up for a little while. Just stop talking. Like, go out there, endorse yeah. the candidates. Let's get some freaking red people in. The, I agree, but when Trump starts punching towards DeSantis, because here's the thing, and I think people don't understand this or they're not thinking about this. If Trump will go after DeSantis, that's all bets are off. He'll yeah. go after anybody. It's like, oh my God. Like, dude, seriously, save that ammunition for the left. Yeah. Or the McConnells. Like, yeah. I, honestly, Trump should be going after McConnell because Trump does not like McConnell. McConnell does not like Trump. He should. Trump needs to start oh, freaking hammering And McConnell's down. never going to support him. The RNC's never going to support yeah. him. They're just going to fundraise off of his name. So yep. just throw him under the bus and get rid of him. Fuck yeah. Because that's why I feel like the GOP, <laughs> there's a rift coming. Like, it's already here. Yeah. Like, I, I thought, like, this would be, like, maybe the second year, or excuse me, the, the, the third year of Biden's term. It's not even day three past midterms, and we're here. Like, holy shit, it's mm-hmm. mainstream. Shapiro and the rest of them, they're echoing it. There's going to be a choice if DeSantis decides to either, number one, run or fire back on Trump. And like we were saying prior to your call, if DeSantis keeps his mouth shut, let Trump dig his own grave. Because if Trump continues this, he's going to lose a lot of support. But the real question is, would it be enough support to where they actually switch over to DeSantis? And the other thing is, is DeSantis even going to run? He said nothing so far. So realistically, we have these getting getting all whipped up into a frenzy. Exactly. And we don't need this. It's like just if Trump would stop doing this and go after the intended targets, we could be so much better off. Number one. Get the neocons out. Number two, get the LP over into the GOP. Mm-hmm. Start bringing them over. Get them fringe voters in here saying, look, we want to legalize weed. We are for homosexual rights. We're for all this shit. We just don't want to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And I think you're going to swing a lot of those voters over to the other side. We've already seen a massive walk away from the minority groups. Well, how do we achieve that? By saying, hey, guys, we're not as racist as they we're not racist as they, they paint us out to be. Because look at these. these look at the, look at these candidates. You know, we have Herschel Walker out there getting a lot of support. Well, if the Republican Party is so racist, why the fuck do we have this guy running in here? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's the racist talking. Yeah, I, are I definitely think bullshit. like, I mean, unless something else happens, I would like to see Trump in 2024 because if he's a lame duck and he's pissed off, yeah. he can go scorched earth and take care of a lot of stuff. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you can have eight years of DeSantis. So true. Assuming he doesn't yeah. overplay his hand on, on the on the clapbacks or whatever infighting. Yeah. Um, I would like to see that because I think he did legitimately win in 2020. I do too. And I think he does deserve that. And I would like to see him go scorched earth because we need it. Yeah, especially if you've got a a (laughs) Republican Congress. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for being a listener and for calling in. I do appreciate that. Um, I think if if Trump did run again in 2024 and DeSantis decides not to, that's a crisis averted right there. Mm -hmm. Um, But if Trump runs and he wins and we've got a non- I agree with her. If we've got a non-neocon- yeah, if we've got a non-neocon Congress of Republicans and Trump gets in there, shit's going to fly. But 
Well, wait, wait, wait. Let me let me let me backtrack on that. That already happened. Mm-hmm. Trump did have Congress. Trump did have, and nothing got done. I'm not, I shouldn't say nothing got done. I a mean, lot of the issues like lower taxes, right? They no, got no, no. The, I'm saying I'm talking about major trade deals done. Hold on, let me let me backtrack on that. I'm talking about, for example, social media censorship. We had control and nothing got done. You know, I remember Crenshaw going out there and saying, "We don't need like, to pull back two thirty. It's like, yes, we do. Yeah. Yes, the fuck we do. I don't. Marijuana and Avogadro never got passed. Yeah, I just don't I'm know. I'm going to say something also outweigh. very controversial. Trump didn't pull us out of Afghanistan. He, he didn't. Did. Biden he was did. scaling back. He was scaling back. I don't, I don't think you do it like Biden did it, where you just like but Trump jerk did, out. But Trump did that for a reason. Trump. And I'm here's the thing. <sighs> See, I, I can't blame I the guy, but he's playing, he's playing dirty politics at this point, or he's, he's playing the game. Trump knew whoever pulls out of Afghanistan, there's going to be a power vacuum, and they're going to get blamed. Trump passed that to Biden. Trump had facilitated the deal with the Taliban. That was true, and I don't, yeah. I don't hate him for that. You have to do that. Trump was scaling back. We only had something like, what was it, like 4,000 troops left in Afghanistan or something yeah, like that? it wasn't very many. And then he passed it off to Biden. So, yeah, he was in the process of doing that. I yeah. will give you that. It's, that's, I think... But just as someone like on camp- standing on the sidelines watching it, you know, I think yeah. you obviously you, it's a slow yeah. transition out because oh, you've been in there for oh, 20 wait, years. Wait and then you gotta, He had four years to do it. Obama promised the same thing. He didn't do shit. Well, you're talking about like what a 20 year war. Yeah. But yeah. Trump made it happen in that final two years. Yeah, He started scaling them right. back. I think, but I mean, he did a lot more than any other president, I think in U S history with, with his I'll short time that, that he I'll had in that, office. Yeah. I'll give you that. He had, Republicans fighting him, mm-hmm. all did. the Democrats, all the media. I'll give you that one, yeah. So, he, but he got the uh, the the trade deal done between Mexico and Canada. He did, he did that. Got rid he of got NAFTA. the border wall started. He got the border wall started. Yeah. He got rid of the. How PPP. he did that, I didn't agree with though. Those executive orders, I didn't agree with. I mean, you and know, I, and I, you, I like the fact that we did it, but it was like how we did it because Democrats you know, are doing the same fucking thing. right I will now. agree with that executive order because it's for security of Americans. So when you're trying to stop. Drug dealers and murderers and human traffickers from crossing over the border that use that as a, but a highway point, into but what this country. have you have Congress then? Uh, well, I mean, if Congress isn't going to... They've been saying that fucking shit for, yeah. th- since the 80s. Yeah, that's we're going to go down there. We're going to finish the border. Every yeah. single president going all the way back to Reagan was yeah. saying, we're going to put do the border wall. Yeah. Obama said it. Yeah. Everybody's like, yeah, Obama do the border for, yeah, wall. Obama do the border yeah. wall. And they never did it. This guy... Never yeah. a politician goes down there. I mean, sure, he said Mexico was going to pay. You know, yeah, I don't give they, a shit. I don't know who why pays people believe it. that. It's just like, well, how if is we're it spending getting, yeah. $80 billion a year on illegal immigrants coming into this country, then spending, you know, $20 billion to fill that hole isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. You know, if we're sending $40 billion to Ukraine, how can you, you know, say that spending $20 billion to put the wall down there is a terrible thing? I'll agree with you in the sense of, uh, well, yeah, number one, we do have to secure the border. You have we, to. We, you have to. To look, be a nation, you to be a sovereign nation, you've got to have a border. There's just a small cr- crack in the in the wall right now. And what, two million people came across this year so far? I think there's still portions of the border that don't have a wall. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that wall was finished. It's, and not also, been, it's not that much to finish up. How much is left? I don't think it's that much. I don't even know. Yeah. I, I, mean, I just know that the wall was not finished. Worth a look. Uh but in the final topic on this one is Republicans have won six million more votes than Democrats in House races, but gained relatively few seats. Um, wait a minute. Breaking news from Courtney Page on YouTube says breaking Arizona election results delayed until after weekend. Maricopa officials say, oh, for fuck's sakes. Jesus. What does that tell you? Like, come on. Wait, today's Thursday. It's Thursday. Why the fuck are they delaying this? 
This is man. If I had a Twitter, I'd be bitching right now. <laughs> if, they, if I wasn't banned on Twitter, I'd be bitching right now. <laughs> I'll just bitch on the podcast. We'll sit there. Uh, all right, man. We're at two hours and ten minutes. We're gonna go ahead and wrap this up because yeah. I don't like to keep it that long because I think people kind of lose interest after a while. I'm hungry. I am. You want to go eat something to eat? Yeah. Let's go get Mexican. You got it. We like Mexican. Well, folks, that does it for today's episode. Hey, thanks for the calls, chat. What do you think about the? You like the call in option now? Y'all like uh, you like the call in option? What do you think? Uh, I'm watching Rumble on YouTube right now. What a uh, what do we think? Y'all liking the call-in option for the uh, the chat or for the podcast? You digging this? Y'all want to hear more calls come in or like it's it's like honestly. Uh, wait, is today Veterans Day? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, I thought it was a Marine Corps birthday. I think today is today is Marine Corps birthday. Right. Tomorrow's Veterans Day. Oh right. shit. Okay. Okay. Um, are we could do anything special for Veterans Day. Whatever you want, buddy. Think we should do a sale? Is that? Uh, is that disrespectful? No. Memorial Day. I don't do sales on Memorial Day. That's disrespectful. Would it be disrespectful for a Veterans Day sale? Chat, what do you think? I don't know. Remember to stay tomorrow on caller. Uh, we'll think about it. No, Friday is Veterans Day. Well, that's yeah, tomorrow. That's tomorrow. <laughs> that's, that's tomorrow. Uh, we are, no, we are going to do a Veterans Day. We're, we're streaming tomorrow. We'll yeah. be here tomorrow. All right. Well, overwhelming majority of people do um, do like the call, so we're going to keep going with that. I think we'll just stay. You know, bear with us as we work this out, folks. We're trying to figure out the best way for us. Also, if you could, hit that share button. Hit that share button. That helps us grow. Uh, hit that plus button on Rumble. YouTube, I know um, Cam Scon says, no, I don't think so. I'm a vet. Okay, I, I didn't think it would be either, but I, again, that's one of those finicky things I don't like fucking around with. Yeah, I never no, want to just, just be normal. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you're hitting that plus button on the rumble it helps our video gets pushed up. It helps us grow the podcast and we cannot thank y'all enough for doing that. Um, also be on the lookout. Uh, are y'all in the telegram chat room? If you should, you should be there. It's, it's a lot of fun and we have a good groups of people in there. That's another way I can contact people when I get banned and stuff like that. So, but anyway, all right, guys, appreciate you. No North Star. I'm not giving you a free one on Veterans Day. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> that motherfucker, <laughs> dude. Fucking veterans. It's like, oh, I know how your kind are. And it's like, hey, man, uh, what about, like, fuck you? I know what you're trying to do. I don't blame you one bit. I'd probably try and do the same thing. Anyway, hey, man, thanks for listening to the podcast today. Thank you for all of our callers, all of our listeners. I do love the fact that we've got some really intelligent callers and some really intelligent listeners. That makes me really happy because I just yeah. I don't want to be preaching to stupid people. Right. I think that's, you know, you, you can you can definitely tell a commentator's worth based upon the following they have. So if your following is nothing but backwoods fucking morons, it's like, don't talk bad about Trump or God will smite you. It's like, man, I'm glad I don't attract those idiots. And if I do, you probably shouldn't be listening to the show. But we had some really good points today. Yeah. But that does it. We appreciate it. Again, shellshockcbd.com. Anything to have, my man? Yeah, you guys have a great day. And as always, you know the rest.